what's so funny? I almost started whistling, like oh, whistling okay. the theme, and uh, then I like had to stop myself. Oh wow, you were excited. Well, hey there, yeah. everybody. This is the Ungrown Ups. It is. I'm I'm Matthew. Across from me is Ryan. The sixth episode, otherwise known as episode sixty six. Yeah, this is uh, or something like that. We're two thirds of the way or something. I guess. Yeah, I suppose two thirds to ninety nine. Yay. Rock, dude. Woot, woot. Is that a, I don't know. Is it like three more episodes to the good one? I don't <laughs> I get uh-huh, it. Yeah. To the Bill and Ted one? Yes, or the, uh, what was it? The, ah, um, oh, shit. The the guy that sang Summer of 69, the only reason he picked 69 was because the joke. Ryan Adams? That's what it was. Is that who it was? I think it was, yeah. Really? That That's why they picked that? That was that's why he picked the it. joke? Well, not so much of a well, joke, but because of 69. Yeah, 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 yeah okay. That's, well, I mean, it's very mature. Yes, just like us. Right. So, I mean, in an ungrown up roundabout way, that all makes sense. It's been a while. It has been a while. Been I've, I've a while. had some uh, international travel. I have not. You've had some, but you had some activities. Yeah, I went to, uh, I was in Minnesota. That's sort of international. I mean, <laughs> it kind of is. It's like Diet almost, Canada. Yeah, Diet yeah, Canada. Diet Canada light. Um, actually, I had a pretty good time. It was fun. All right. So, Who wants to go first? You you want to talk about Diet Canada or do I want to talk about Japan? I'll tell you really quickly a All couple right. of things. So uh, it was a work trip, which typically is not, you know, normally fun. But we had any of those like forced uh, bonding things, right? Where you Team building activity. kind yeah, of things? Exactly. That's what it is. Uh, but we actually ended up having I had quite a good time. We went bowling one night. And are you a bowler? I'm not a great bowler. Like, I like it. It's fine. Now, when you bowl, are you? do you have skills to be able to actually curve the ball down the lane? Yeah, but not, like, crazy accurately every time. So, See, I don't even bother. I just straight shot. Oh, straight? No, because yeah. if you do that, that's how you get the splits. Right, right. But what I do is I, I start off at one side of the lane. Sure. And then aim towards the center. So I'm oh, hitting, so it's, like, at an angle. Uh, so I'm hitting the pins at an angle, right, but right. not spinning it because I don't have that control. I can spin it with, like, a lighter ball. Uh, I can, but I was just, you know, I was doing the kind of more straight thing. And once I got into my groove, we played, I think, two games. My second game at a walk-off turkey. Oh, damn. Yeah, three strikes in a row in the 10th frame, bitches. So I had, like, I think I bowled, like, a 160, something like that. Now, was this bowling alley really cool with the uh, the animation on the screen, like when you hit a turkey or something like that? They had some animations, but the bowling alley was actually cool. So it was the the facility itself. It's like a, one of those fancy bowling alleys. And we were upstairs, which is kind of interesting. A two-story bowling alley? Yeah, yeah. And we were upstairs in a very... I think there were only like maybe six or seven lanes. Is that like the private room? Yeah, kind of. Like but there was another thing? group in there, so we were sharing with the other group. But it was, you know, fancy food and cocktails. Yeah. And yeah, it was, it was kind of cool. I've never been in a multi-story bowling alley. I had neither. And then the next night, we did a thing called Whirly Ball. What's Whirly Guaranteed ball? you've never heard of it unless you're apparently from the Midwest, because I had never heard of it. Is it like curling? No. Like it's one of those weird okay. sports where it's is ice involved. No ice, okay. but it's ice adjacent, I guess, in a way. So basically, there are two teams of five. Okay. And everybody is in their own bumper car. Like literally. The, literally in a bumper car. Okay. okay? That sounds and awesome. Then, do you remember trackball? So that curved basket looking thing? Yeah, yeah. That you would the throw the wiffle ball. Thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. So kind of like high lie. Right. So you have one of those. Okay. And there's a wiffle ball. And there's two goals, one on each end. And you're you fling the ball into the goal to score a point. So it's can you drive? Like is there dribbling? Yeah, yeah. Or okay. Yeah, you drive and you hold the thing and you throw it or you scoop it up off the ground and you pass it or you try. And it's basically so- like hockey but with bumper cars mixed with basketball without a hoop. 
And it's dude, it's honestly was one of the funnest things ever. So were you taking more of the uh, offensive route where you were trying to score, or were you just trying to smash everybody that had position of the ball to make them there lose was, the ball? Like what's the I strategy? might have been aggressively defensive. Yeah, I yeah. think that's I mean, where the fun is. But you put in, oh totally. But you put a bunch of like hockey guys into this situation. Yeah, like most of it. I mean, a lot of the folks were from Minnesota in the Midwest. So a lot of us have played hockey and it just got dirty. Now, is this their seatbelts? No, 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 sir. I did not wear my seatbelt. I stood up to block shots. <laughs> I was like that. We were like flinging baskets out of each other's hands. It, got, there it refer- got a little. Are there referees? Or there's else? a very bored teenager uh, up in a little window up in, you know, that yeah. controls the game. But that's it. That's they don't long. care. How long is the game played for? Is it's, it? It's actually so it was like eight or ten minutes or something like that per game. Okay, which sounds like not a lot, dude. It is actually physically exhausting. It was fun. Now, are the bumper cars the same as you would see at any like county fair, like at basically an amusement park? Okay, yeah, the ones where they're really hard to figure out how to go forward and backwards, and yeah, the, yeah. sometimes they're slow if you go on the grid wrong. Right, the floor is the electrified part. Right, does it have like a big wide? Um, Bench seat where you're so you're sliding around. No, it's a single person one. Okay, so it's kind of narrow. Kind of narrow. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Um, How do you just, make sure you're not mangling arms if somebody's like trying to scoop up a ball and you crash into them? You, you just, just try not to do it, or be aware of your situation. Is there some? Oh, and there I was going, dude. I was switching hands. I was playing ambidextrously. Is there some sort of liability waiver, or is this? Yeah, there's definitely a liability waiver. Absolutely. I just didn't know if the Midwest was just like ah, shake on it. You're good. No, the closest. So I looked it up. The closest one to us isn't. There's a handful of them. The closest one is in Utah. I'll be in Utah next month. I'll send you the info. It is. It is honestly so much fun. I thought it was going to be so dumb, and then immediately after that, once we finished our, which by the way, I just want to let you know. First off, we won bowling. We being the team that I was on. Did you have a team name? No. Ryan's just, team, okay. Sure, my Ryan's team, team one. We right. also won Whirly Ball. Ryan's and it was a tournament style, so we oh. yeah we won the tournament. What's the uh, award? Like a, a golden Me getting highlight? to brag about it on, oh. the, on a podcast. <laughs> you got a belt buckle or something? Yeah, right. Or... Uh, and then immediately after that, I was lucky enough. So it was first round of the Stanley Cup playoffs, and in Minnesota, Minnesota was at home, so yeah. I was lucky enough to score a ticket. So I got to go to Game Two of Round One, just randomly by yourself. Uh, and I went with one of the other guys that was there, okay. um, but one of the VPs of the company was like, "Hey, know you like hockey? Here you go." Oh, rad! They slid you the tickets. Oh yeah, which is super rad because it's got that's got to be a three or four hundred dollar ticket. Yeah, I right? thought you were doing like the StubHub last. No, minute. no, Let's no, no, no. Available. I got they got given to us, and I mean to see a Stanley Cup playoff game, and they destroyed. It was cool to see them win. Yeah. in Minnesota, which is basically like I said, Diet Canada. Right. I mean that's hockey USA. So were they throwing like cool. squid onto the ice? No, no. But it was like <laughs> I mean it was cool. Everybody was super into it. Like everybody yeah. had Minnesota Wild gear. I think we saw maybe three people in blue sweaters. Did you buy a souvenir T-shirt to blend in? I always buy a hat, so I got okay. a hat, and it goes in a drawer, and there it'll sit forever. Yeah, but at least you had the hat for the game, so you blended it. No, I, I bought it at the end. Oh, yeah, yeah. no, no, <laughs> no, sir. No, no. Uh, but I always like every time I go to a new hockey place, I buy a hat. Yeah, that's my thing. I've done that too. Like when I when I go to a uh, a ball game or something, and it's out of town or, or yeah, whatever. yeah, you got to get a, a, souvenir, a souvenir that shows you were there. Yeah. yeah, but anyway, I'm telling you, if you get the opportunity to play whirly ball, people out there. Freaking do it. It is I, a riot. I've been to Minneapolis. I, I've been to Minnesota for, for business before, um, but I never checked out those activities. I did. Well, because I don't think you ever would because you don't know about it. Like, the I've hotel, literally never heard of it. The hotel I was next to was uh-huh. next to a roller skating rink. And okay. It was skate night. Oh, and, nice. uh, did you do so that? I did inline skating. Oh, you yeah. didn't go quads? They, 
I think they had both available, but it had been so long since I skated. Yeah. I figured I needed the extra ankle support from, a, from <laughs> okay. an inline skate boot sure, rather sure. than a quad skate. I feel like I haven't been on quads before. I would probably just fall. But it was my my Japanese coworker's very first time. Oh, really? So the the rollerblades was probably the better. No, no, no. He no? was able to skate. Oh, okay. You like, didn't get him the little, what are those, the A-frame thing? Remember the, those? The PVC thing? I don't think they yeah. even had them. I mean, this is years ago. Oh, okay. So we did that, and then uh, we went, I took him to Matt's Bar, which is the home sure. of the Juicy Lucy. Mm, disputed. Uh, well, they claim it to be. Yeah. There's two bars on that TV. claim it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, we did Matt Matt's Bar, and that's a literal dive. Yeah, it's awesome. It's a dark little tavern kind of thing. Uh, the, there was a line out the down the street before they opened. Yep. I opened, walked right into the into the uh, into the bar, sat down at the at the bar, and ordered. And we had to order because we were on our way to the airport. We wanted to make sure we had it. Oh, did you get it to go? No, no, we ate it there. Oh, okay. We just wanted to get there right when it opened, so we could make sure we get through the whole process. Because sure, sure. uh, I think our flight was at one or something like that. Oh, okay. They think they opened at like eleven, like ten or, or 11, ten or eleven, something like that. Or something yeah, like that. Right. yeah. Yep. And uh, so we did the juicy Lucy. At least that airport's easy. Yeah, 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 yeah. That that was, but that was that was the that. Oh, and I did the Mall of America. Did you go to the theme park? I did go to the theme it's park. It's not Snoopy anymore. It, what is it? I don't remember. But they told me, and I can't remember. Yeah, because it was. Yeah. I want to say it was like Cedar Point. It was Snoopy. Right. It affiliated. was Six Flags. Oh. I think is what it was before, right? I or not. I think it was a knots. It was a knots. Yeah, that's point what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now it's yeah. something else. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I, I've been to the Mall of America once, and that's good enough for me. I can't imagine what it's like now. Because even like the... It was empty before. Right. Yeah. But even like the malls near my house, like even the malls around here, well, some of the malls have been dying for a while, but even some like the, the, the marquee malls, like South Coast Plaza and stuff like that, when you walk through there, there's a lot of stores that are like, oh, wow, that's a trading card store. Yeah, it's those weird like fake toy stores it's like kb toys but it's not it's like some yeah. off brand and they carry the weird like magnetic balls and stuff right right um, or you or you walk in and it's like oh this is everything you can get on etsy but yeah. then they have it in a storefront you're like but why? south coast is weird though because um where the you know that wing where the lego so it's sears what well, used to be sears right the lego store is right there and then if you go across the street no not across the street if you just go to the end of that where it meets like the next wing or whatever oh, yeah, yeah, where yeah. it's that junction that's where like rolex and um and tag yeah, and all that and stuff up, are yeah. Omega. Uh-huh. They just put in a new Omega store. They're putting in a, uh, um, That's... Uh, another watch. Oh, God, dude, I can't think. A Panerai store. Oh, shit. Yeah, like they're actually building and, and putting in some pretty high-end stores, which is surprising because, to your point, a lot of the stores are just flat empty. But it's weird. Well, South Coast Plaza is kind of one of those unique stores. It's like the... It's- like the Mall of America and the fact that it's got international awareness. Right. And especially with South Coast Plaza, there will be tour buses that yeah. drive by. So it, yeah. typically it's with um, Chinese tourists mm-hmm. uh, that are coming over and because... When um, they go to the luxury wing. Yes. Yeah. And they do all their shopping because yep. it's cheaper here than it is back home. Or it's just an opportunity for them to buy stuff that maybe is harder to find back home. Um, well, but at it, one point, did you know it was the largest mall in America? It was yeah. back before the Mall of America. Yeah. Like, I want to say in the sixties or Probably something. Like that. It no, held the it's got to be long. It's got to be seventies, eighties. Because I don't, I don't know when it opened. It's been around. Yeah, but it's they've expanded it a ton, and it annoys me when you have to go like the Apple Store is in Crystal Court, which is across the street. But there's that walking pedestrian. <clears throat> well, yeah, sure. But it's just I always forget. 
Yeah. Like if, if there's a handful of stores that are across the street, and if I have to go to one of them, I always screw up and go. Well, to the, across the, the street big for mall. me is mostly like furniture shopping because it's like that's where the Crate and Barrel is. That's oh yeah, where yeah, the, yeah, right. The Room and Board, yeah, CB two or something. Yeah, all yeah. of the furniture stuff, and yeah. then the Apple Store. Right. But yeah, that that is interesting. But interesting that you, you brought up the the watches thing. I um I got a bonus, and it's burning a hole. Wait, in my before you say that, I have one more thing that I won at on my Minnesota trip. Okay. On Did you get pl- squeaky cheese? No, the plane flight back. Yeah. Guess what I got. The entire row, and I got to lay down and take a nap. Ooh! I got the whole row. That's awesome. That never happens. Was the plane just that empty? No, it was pretty full. But just your row, just my had... row, was empty. Did you have one of the rows where it's like right in front of the exit row and nope. can't recline? No, and that's it was why like you wanted it. A random row towards the back. Oh, it was awesome. That is awesome. Yeah, and I was, you know, I had been at the airport for a long time, so I had had some beers. <laughs> It was a 6 a.m. flight, but still. No, it was a 6 p.m. flight, which sucked. But yeah, I laid down and cranked and passed right out. It was awesome. That's awesome. So what, did you buckle the middle seatbelt? Did you even bother with the no, seatbelt? I just put seat? a jacket over me. And okay. Nobody bothered me. Did you put your head towards the aisle or towards the wall? Towards the wall. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And nobody bothered me. It was great. But I, I, I can count on one hand the number of times I've had an entire row to myself. I've, I've had it a few times, but never on a flight where it made that much of a difference. Right. And right. this was five hours. Not, yeah. It's not even that long. It, it's like it's four a, and a half. It's a it's good perfect. flight to have it on. Yep. But I mean, I, I've had the road to myself to San Francisco, and that's like 45 minutes, yeah, if that. that. Yeah. I think the plane is flying at a level altitude for all of like 10 minutes before it starts to sit. <laughs> they drink cart as fast as they can. Pretty much. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Sorry. I, mean, I didn't mean to cut you off. I was just so no, excited no, no, no. about it. No. I, I a whole row. That's pretty impressive. Write it down. I did, you, right you, here. <laughs> you put it, you put it in your in your uh, travel journal. Yeah, exactly. My travel journal it doesn't exist for these kind of trips. No, no. So, so yeah. Just uh, so last, you want a new watch? Last Friday, yeah. I got a I got a bonus, and well, everything's like you know we're we're good on the the saving and investing and 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 vacation planning and also. So it's like I've got money, and I've always wanted a Rolex, and so I'm kind of looking into it. And it's interesting because if you want to get a new Rolex, not that the prices are reasonable, but say a Submariner is roughly ten grand. It's like ten five, ten six. They're expensive for a brand new watch, right? Yeah. But so is a used You one. can't get a brand new watch by walking into like a Rolex authorized dealer because they don't have them. They've created this artificial supply shortage, in which case that everybody's waitlisted, and then the authorized dealer gets to choose who they want to sell it to it's weird and so i'm seeing stories of people going oh yeah yeah, you know put me on the wait list and it was a year and a half two years why don't you just drive to vegas and buy one of the swatches well that's that's also an option yeah but the the interesting thing is like okay i'm like okay well if i go used they're more money because a used watch you can get right now not being waitlisted. So the exact same watch that's available brand new from an authorized retailer for 10.5, you can get for 15, 16 grand. That's insane. Which is insane. Yeah. And then it's like, well, maybe I'll go the vintage route. And of course, vintage Rolex. worse. Yes and no. Uh, I'm looking at birth year watches. So I'm looking at like 79. Mm. I want to birth your moon watch, but yeah, I have a tragic story, but keep going. And so uh, looking at, looking at, uh, you know, Rolex is from 79, they're 10 to 13 grand. So it's about the same price as a new one. But then on the flip side, it's 40 plus years old. So then maintenance and, you know, it's like, do, yeah. I, do I get one that's got some cool patina? And I don't think wear? you get a Rolex. I think that's the answer. 
Yeah. I've never met a person wearing a Rolex that wasn't a dick. I've no, see, I've met a couple, but, I've met but a for couple. the most part, it's just got a stigma. Maybe, but I mean, that's, I can say the same thing about any super like expensive watch. Yeah, I've got a nice Bell and Roth you can buy. Yeah, is yeah. it the square one? Mm-mm. Oh, it's a round like officers. It's pretty cool. Show hmm. it to you later. Let's take a look at it. Yeah, yeah, but so now it's like okay, but then the other thing is like I can always go the vintage Seiko, Seiko route, but I'm like I've already got like three vintage Seikos. So yeah, but they're cool. They they totally are cool. Like, like, there's no there's no reason to say and you can't have another one. And they're much less expensive than a Rolex. But yeah. I think some of it is just kind of like that, and and maybe it's the. The stereotypical, like, oh, I'm successful, therefore, cha-ching. you know, it, it's like that yeah, life I feel, accomplishment thing. I feel like as a guy with almost, I think I've got almost 30 watches, ranging from a calculator watch, which is one of my favorites, to be yeah. honest with you, all the way up to, you know, tag and whatever else. Yeah. Omega. I I love most of the things that I have. There's a few pieces that I'm willing to sell. Like, I have a Sin and a um, that Bell and Ross that I don't really necessarily need, but... I guess what I'm getting at is having X, you know, this crazy amount of watches just because yeah. you never wear them. Right. And they're always dead. Well, always. Yes. Right. Even if they're, uh, you know, whether they're quartz or an automatic, they're always freaking dead when I go to put one on. Yeah. Then I, I mean, I don't know. I, I think it's have two or three that really speak to you and call it a day. That's my advice. Yeah. Cause I mean, I, I've got the. I've got three vintage Seikos. I've got a modified Seiko that was a newer watch yeah, which that is I, cool. I modded. So yeah. I've got four Seikos. I've got the Omega. I've got, I don't you know, got way, way too many G-Shocks. Yeah. And then a bunch of Nixon stuff. Now, the Nixon stuff I just don't wear anymore. Yeah. Um, so those I can I can rehome for sure. I have watches and like, I have so many watches that are in random ass places like right there. And this is me pointing to my blinds. If you look over, there's a watch strapped to the blind. To charge. To the, yeah, because yeah. it's a... Solar. Solar, yeah. Yeah. And so... Yeah, I, I don't know. It, it's it's. I think for some people, it's like okay, you know, I I there's the 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 dream car or the, yeah. there's some sort of life goal. Do you feel like you're like midlife crisising? Is that what's happening? I don't think it's midlife crisising, but it's also like I just got a stupid huge bonus, and it's like I want a stupid huge bonus, right? And then nice. so it's like, and I I could put it into the market, but we're already pretty well, like, or you could drive to Vegas and get a swatch. Yes. Limit two per person. Yes. I don't know if that's true. I don't even know if they have them in store still. I have no idea. But uh, when we are, when we go on our road trip through Vegas later you in stop? June, I'm going to stop and just yeah. poke around and see if they even, because I haven't even seen one in person. So I'm hoping they have one like well, on display or something just yeah. to take a look at it. Um, Watch it. Some watches are getting, like even for, like I saw a Citizen digital, look, yeah, whatever like it was. a vintage looking thing, 350. Yeah. Why? I don't know. I mean, some some of it is, is tying into that kind of aesthetic, and so therefore they're, they're charging. But everything is just increasing in price, whether or not it really needs to. But yeah, whether it's deserved or not. Right. Yeah. You know, like I had a buddy that was talking about diesel prices. In Mexico right now, diesel is about four fifty a gallon. And then straight across the border in, in Southern California. Six fifty or something. Right. And it's like, well, what's the difference? The Forerunner cost me $121 and some change to fill the other day. And that'll last you a week? Uh, Well, it'll last me a lot longer since I decided I'm parking it. Oh, yeah? I haven't been driving. I have to drive it today. Um, I drove it yesterday, but it, I didn't drive it all week last week. Rode the motorcycle. After you filled to. it up, you go, I'm not doing this? Because yeah. you could have just not filled it up. Well, I didn't realize it was going to cost me that much. <laughs> And I actually like I put a time lapse video of the pump just running, <laughs> uh, on my Instagram, which is 
honestly like so frustrating. Yeah. How do you, I don't understand how people can afford to go to work? Well, the the shitty price, the shitty price, the shitty part is that in some places, especially like in those more touristy town or yep. just more opportunistic gas stations, they're charging upwards of seven fifty a gallon. Well, I saw which is crazy because that's higher than the federal minimum wage. Seven dollars and thirty something cents for premium. Yeah. Um, over by my mom's yeah. and what everything I, mean, I read a couple things that basically they're saying that regular fuel regular 87 yeah is going to be over seven dollars in the next 30 days why no fucking clue it, it, well because the record f- profits you gotta make that's exactly what it is let's it, make it's, more it's the record yeah. profits by the oil companies when you have like oil companies making you know multiple billions of dollars in quarterly profits and it's setting crazy. records you know that it's not the supply it's not the cost that's 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 driving nope. the, the, the increases that we're seeing. It's literally just they Creed. can make more money and therefore, yeah. yeah. And that's why like, I brought up the point about the the cost of diesel in Mexico. Yeah. So, I mean, we have it's refineries. The same, it's the same thing. Right. We right. have refineries in California. They have refineries in Mexico. So there's no right. transportation issues. Right. And yet there's over two bucks a gallon cheaper. Well, California also has a grip of taxes that supposedly go to fix our roads, but I've driven on our roads. Those fuckers ain't doing anything. Yeah. The, uh, well, I think that's the same problem with a lot of state budgets is, is they take funds that are earmarked for transportation and use them for other things, which doesn't help. No. Well, they put most of the money towards cops that don't go into buildings. Yeah. Yeah. And then you look at the infrastructure, you have all of these bridges and things that need roads that need maintained and they get just kind of ignored. speaking of roads being maintained a couple of weeks ago, the five south uh-huh. from El Toro to like Aliso was closed was closed for two days. Yeah. Why? The I want to say the Alicia exit, the off ramp, they the, oh, that, that, that bridge? overpass, yeah, they yeah, were yeah. widening it and doing something on it. Okay, I've just it was a strange choice to close the whole thing for two days, yeah, during the week. I think it was just a chance to knock it down. I but, think it was a but it was weird, it was like a Monday, Tuesday. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, I, I as on the drive over here, there, there's a little bit of construction going on on the 22 freeway, and uh, they had the orange like construction sign, yeah, but it said bump ahead. Right, and there's there's cones in the left lane, and there's some stuff going on. I'm like, all right. So, when you see a sign that says "bump ahead," how soon do you expect the bump to be? I would say within the, like a three count. It wasn't. I don't know if I missed the bump, if I wasn't in the lane for the bump, Maybe or it was really subtle. Yeah, but it was just the weirdest thing. Like, there's a sign, but no bump. Yes. Weird. So I'm just wondering, like, is there some sort of Caltrans rule that says, hey, uh, lane bump, like, if, <laughs> if there's a bump, place this within 100 feet, within 500 Maybe feet. Maybe they just put it to slow people down. Well, that's what I was thinking, because yeah. then the other fun part would be is, like, a lot of those signs aren't owned by Caltrans. They're they're owned by a third-party company oh, yeah. that you well, rent. Well, because it's all third-party. Right. Contracts. Contractors. Contractors like right. Yeah. So, like, the guys around, right down there are the striping guys. Yeah. yeah. Like, when I've done, uh, like parking lot car shows we needed to get traffic cones and i went to like a third party place and rented the cones and they right. had all the highway signs so then i'm thinking it'd be kind just of fun to rent put them <laughs> yes just rent the rent the the random bump ahead sign yeah. and just place them at Wherever. random locations yeah and just see how people react that would be pretty funny because i i drove through and i you know you you kind of slow down you're a little bit more aware yeah, you of start it. to look right yeah. where is this bump gonna yeah. be nope no huh maybe what they meant was you know bump Oh, cocaine bump. Maybe. Or like NASCAR bumping, like drafting. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, that could have been the other one. Rubbing is racing. Yes. Yeah. Especially on Southern California, California freeways. Dude, there, I cannot tell you how much I wish it was legal to bump people on the road. 
Yeah, but you would get your ass rammed repeatedly by people in shitbox Nissans. That's okay. I would put bumpers on the truck. <laughs> That's totally fine. If you're willing to ruin your life, go for it. I'm amazed with win. how many race car drivers are in Altimas. Yeah, you know, it's always like the fastest car on the road is always the shittiest one. Yeah. Like that should has no business going that fast. No. On a donut. Yeah. Yeah. I see it all. I see people in the fast lane doing like 90 on donuts all the time. And it's a temporary spare. And yet, you know, they're just commuting on it daily for months at a time. For a year. Um, Yeah, it's it's bizarre. But whatever. People are people are interesting. And I, I did not drive anywhere this weekend so i don't know if there's traffic it's a holiday weekend today was awesome today is i should say a holiday today's a holiday today is memorial day today's mm. a monday it's a monday and traffic was not at all like it was lighter than weekend traffic it was like this is just maybe awesome. because the gas nobody went anywhere maybe I, I i did see a handful of of trucks and trailers like uh vacationers like rvs oh and, sure and travel like trailers and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah but um but traffic otherwise was was wide open which was nice because i made it here pretty damn quickly yeah you were here a lot quicker than i anticipated yeah. which is not like a bad thing I no because like usually yeah. it's about like 25 minutes or so to get yeah. from my house to your house and i felt like i did it under 20 yeah i mean I'm not not complaining I'm no no saying. it yeah. was it was a uh it was a nice change of pace so um i don't know if you saw the announcement but I, do you remember well i mean neither of us were alive but you remember the car by knowing what it was uh hertz had a gt yeah, right, the, the, the GT Mustang, the right, GT350. GT, GT350 Mustangs that you could rent, the GT350H, right? Yeah, and it was, they called it. it was black with gold stripes, so it was like the Hertz edition, basically. Yep. And then they they did another one, I don't know, a decade ago yeah, or something like that, that, maybe 15 years ago. Yep. They're coming out with another one. So they have a, a new, they're building 25 GT500H. They're going to let people rent a 900 horsepower isn't Mustang. Hertz the company that's also arresting their customers like on a larger scale? What? Yeah, you haven't seen that? No. So a lot of times what ends up happening is, <clears throat> is the, the cars may or may not get returned on time. And okay. then Hertz will declare the car stolen. And then the car ends up being back at a rental facility. Maybe it was a one-way trip or whatever. Yeah. So then the car is then rented out to some regular unsuspecting customer. But, but Hertz, it's been reported stolen? Right. So Hertz never clears that up. So right. the cops then pull over the driver of that rental car and arrest them because... Even of, though they have the contract. Yes, because the car has been declared stolen that is by ridiculous. Hertz. And it, it's it's happened quite a bit. I've never heard that. No, Where, where that. customers are getting arrested or the car is getting towed while it's in the contract. So you rent it, oh, you right. park it out in front of your and house, your hotel. It. Yeah. And because it's declared stolen or whatever, it gets, it gets towed. And, uh, I, I remember reading an article maybe about two months ago or so where huh. that happened. And the guy, I think he had his like baggage or something. He had air tag in the car. So he was able to track. Oh, where it went, the location sure. of where it was. Sure. And it went to the rental yard and it ended up going back to Hertz but he got dinged for all these extra fees and, and penalties and all this stuff and ended up having oh, to... Oh, hell no. I think he had to shame them like on Twitter or something because that was the only way to get some sort of customer service. And then they go, they, you know, they were all apologetic about the whole thing. But yeah, so pretty awesome that, that Hertz has these rental uh, <laughs> Mustangs, but be careful. <laughs> yeah, apparently. But okay, um, most people can't drive a Mustang to begin with, as we've seen oh, yeah. repeatedly on the internet. So they're yeah. going to hand somebody a 900 horsepower car, but they're only building 25 of those. So maybe probably won't last more than a month, uh, but they are going to build a 400 just GTHs, which is have less horsepower, which is still plenty. 
Yeah, I mean, four hundred horsepower is more than enough. Yeah, well, they're four hundred cars. I don't know. I mean, oh, okay. I'm sure it would have. I don't, what's the regular Mustang have? Three something. Three something. Yeah. Three fifty maybe. Yeah, and they crash constantly. just as easily. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, at any rate, I I thought. I mean, it's it's both kind of cool that they're going to do that, but also weird. And of course, they'll only be airport like certain airports yeah. will have them. So and, uh, we'll probably never see one. Right, because I, in all the times I travel for business and I rent a a car, yeah. Hertz is the prefer the preferred rental car provider for this my company. Correct. Yes, and so I don't think I would want a Mustang for my business travel needs. Um, no. So it's but it's, then again, like if your choice is Ultima or yeah, Ultima or Mustang, I yeah, that's a hard one to make. That is a hard one to make. I'd probably get the Mustang. Yeah. But only if it has a really annoying exhaust and a burble tune and a remote start like the douchebag that lives around the corner. <laughs> Not to call anybody out specifically. Have you located exactly where the, the oh, house I know. in the car is? All the freaking time. The kid lives in the apartments across the street. It's the uh, kid that had that stupid Civic before that sounded like Rally oh. Monte Carlo every day. Um, but he likes to park over here on the side, right outside of my bedroom window. And he goes to work at like four thirty or five. Any remote starts it. Yeah. Huh? Because you need to warm up your car in California, chief. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, those, those subarctic temperatures are really harsh on the oil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is absolutely freaking annoying, but, uh, yeah. So I don't know, man. I just, are you going to see if you have enough Hertz gold reward points to possibly get a free weekend in a Mustang? No, actually, I, I do have a bunch of Hertz points, but I couldn't tell you the last time I rented a car. The it's last time, was, time was my spring break adventure to Maui. Where oh, I, right, sure. Where I luckily didn't overpay, overpay but I, I did get a shitbox uh, Nissan Versa. You also did not get arrested. I did not, no. Because you were driving your own rental car. Yeah, yeah, it's, freaking it's weird. the weirdest thing. Yeah, that's super weird. I uh, I don't know. I know whatever. So you had your your diet Canada trip. Yeah, I, yes. I had my Japan trip. Now this, yeah, is, which is I'm a little jealous. This was lie. the first time I've been back to Japan since the pandemic started, and my last trip to Japan was January and February of of 2020. So when I was last there, everybody was wearing masks, and it was making the news that there was a. A emerging sort pan- of, right. pandemic was in China. Early days, if you will. Right, early days. And I was walking around without a mask because I was like, well, what do I have to worry about? Everybody else is wearing a mask. And it wasn't like it was well known what the hell's going on yeah, right. at that time. And then, of course, you know, I get home early February. Well, and people then, in Japan wore masks anyways. Yes, but a I mean. A lot of the time. Usually, yeah. When In Japan, if you have a cold or a cough, as a common courtesy, you wear a mask when you go out in public to prevent you spreading germs to anyone else. And so usually when you're out and about, you will see a good number of people with masks, but just kind of normal, maybe like 10, 15% of the population kind of thing. In this case, it was like 85, 95% of of the population was wearing masks. And at the time I was like, oh, all right, this is interesting. Didn't think anything of it. Of course, six weeks later, everything shuts down. Boom. Offices are closed, all that craziness. So this is the first time going back. And of course, because there is still somewhat of a pandemic going on, and by somewhat, I mean it's basically it's still, still going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I the, the the process for traveling over there had completely changed. Like usually you don't need a visa to visit Japan. It's just there's a common agreement between the U.S. and Japanese governments that you don't need an actual visa application. But they're also. not allowing tourist travel. Well, they are now, but when you went, June they weren't. June 10th, they were starting to allow. Is that what the date is? Yeah. Okay. So, But when I went in early this month in May, yeah. it wasn't open for tourism. Right. So you had to prove the business justification, the 
your your company or the the sponsoring party in Japan had to fill out this application that had like the the reasons why and, and the dates and all this stuff. And basically, that company had to uh, basically pledge their responsibility. So if I got sick or anything happened, they it's would, on them. It's on them. Yeah, yeah. They'll, they'll have to house me, make sure that I'm taken care of and all this stuff. Right. And I had to apply for uh, a visa. Did you have to send your passport to the the embassy to get a physical visa put in it? Yes. Oh, okay. And so to save time, we drove up to L.A., right. dropped off the uh, the passports and the visa application and all the documentation, and then supplied them with prepaid FedEx envelopes to, to get, get them back. To get them back. Okay. So we go through all of these hoops. I had to get a um, a rapid PCR test seventy two hours in advance, and it had to be a certain type of test. And the test had to be formatted. The results had to be formatted in a certain format for the Japanese government to, to recognize. Yeah, it. yeah. So I go through all this. We fly into Japan, and there's two airports in Tokyo. There's Narita, which is larger and commonly used more for international travel. Sure. And then there's Haneda, which for the longest time was more of a domestic airport. But it, too, has opened up for international travel. I think last time I went, I flew into Haneda and out of Narita. I yeah. think that's right. Narita is the one I, we usually fly in and out of. Yeah. But because we knew that that's also the busier airport, and we know that we have to go through a health screening when right. we land. Plus customs. Plus customs. Right. We wanted to go to the less busy airport, so we flew into Haneda. Right. And when you land, and we, we land, it was like a red-eye flight. We landed at 5 a.m. And we yeah, had a, sounds about right. We had a connecting flight at about nine a.m. So we knew we had four hours to Which make. Which even still going through customs, that's not always enough time. So yeah, yeah. I it, mean, you're, sometimes you're cutting it close. Sometimes you're cutting it close, but four hours is more than enough in this case. And we talked to other people that had been to Japan mm, for mm. business, and we asked them how long it took them to get through the health and right. and customs. They said three hours. I was on the curb. So we like okay, three hours. Four yeah, hours, we yeah, should be all right. Yeah, it should be okay. So you land, and when you land at the gate, usually you walk down this corridor that leads you straight to customs. In this case, they take you out of the corridor, and you're walking through the terminal, but there's all these stanchions and people pointing you down this path, and you're kind of walking this meandering path through all these empty airport gates uh-huh. to these checkpoints. And the first one is a bunch of like folding tables, and people sitting at them, and they, uh, you, you go up, you show them. You had to install a smartphone app on your phone, and the app changes color depending on the status. Is it called Clear? No, it's called My SOS. Sure. And red, yellow, green. You want to be green. Yeah. So you show them that you're green. You show them the passport. They look at it, make sure everything matches. They give you some paperwork. Then you walk on this other path, and so you're walking through this airport. It feels like miles. Yeah. Going through all these various stations where you don't really know what the hell's going on sure but you're just going through the process and nobody's really talking to you but they're just like okay write your name here look at this sign this take this piece of paper go to the next station and then at some point you have to um put saliva in a tube so you spit in a tube you have to spit in a tube up to like a certain mark did they ever like tell you what was happening? They were testing again. No, oh, but were they explaining what... Eventually, did you find out what each station was? Or it just Not, still kind of a mystery? It's still kind of a mystery. Like, okay. you can kind of get a sense. Like, the first paper was, you know, kind of a overview of the process and not everything was in English. So right. Some of the forms they got... Well, that's what I was guessing. Most yeah. of it, it, probably not in English. Right. And yeah. so, you're going through this and you you know kind of from a high level what, what's going on is this is their screening process, but you don't know at what station what's going on. Right. So at the very end, you you spit in the tube and then they give you a barcode that matches the barcode that's on a piece of paper and you ha- it has like a four-digit number. 
And then you walk to this empty terminal area and they have screens up and you just wait for your number to appear on the screen. Okay. And at that point, when your number appears on the screen, you know your test results are ready. Okay. So then you walk up to the ticket counter at, or the, the gate. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then they, they hand you a piece of paper that says you've passed or you haven't. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, yeah. So, well, I mean, it is a pass-fail test. <laughs> correct. Yeah. There's, there is no retry. There's no partial credit. Yeah. And so I, I passed. And so at that point, it was 90 minutes and when, well, I, got, when I got the results. Not yeah. bad at all. Yeah. And then uh, from then, I just had to go through customs. Right. And that was also a breeze. So I would say the, the total process was just under two hours to go through all of the health and wellness check process flying into Japan. Was the plane fairly full? Yes. Actually, uh, so full. I Usually when I fly to Japan, we try to fly business class right. because it's, a, it's an 11-hour it's flight. It's long. It's long. It you want to be able to sleep. You want to be yeah. comfortable. The business class flights were nine grand, ten grand, something like insane. That's about right. And so usually they're not that much. Yeah. Um, usually they're right around three grand. Depends and, on also when you book. Like the true. last time I booked, it was really expensive because it was like last minute. Yeah. So they uh, we we couldn't fly business class, so instead we flew premium economy, which was just like five hundred bucks more What's than regular economy. Um, the seat reclines. You have a footrest. And it's like a lazy boy. But so you get a pod, but it's not quite. It's not a pod. pod. It's like a. It's kind of like a, a first class seat that reclines yeah. farther, and right. it has a thing that lifts your legs up. But you don't lay flat. Oh, you don't get a full bed. You don't get a oh, full bed. Okay. Your your legs kind of come up, like maybe to like a thirty degree angle. Yeah, and the service that's probably they don't have the same service. But it's a little bit better. Yeah. It's not as crowded. But I mean, you don't you get, get more, to, you don't have a menu, and you no. don't get to order. And no, no, yeah, yeah, okay. So we paid for for uh, premium economy, and then when I went to check in at LAX. Um, I was informed that they had oversold premium economy and therefore they would be upgrading me to business class. Oh, okay. Well, that's better than the other one. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. no. They, they wouldn't downgrade for sure. So I got the the free business class upgrade. And this was the first time flying business class on ANA's new upgraded um, suites, I guess. Like I had walls that motorized or moved up what? and down. Yeah, yeah. I didn't get that. So it, And then your seat is like a 40-something inch wide bench. Your seatbelt comes huge. out of like the middle of it, but there's another like two feet to the left of you, and then for what? To sleep on. It's a it's a weird. The sleeping area instead of being like a, a rectangle is yeah. kind of like a triangle, like a like a, a sail. Weird. Okay. So your feet still only have like 18 inches of width or whatever right. when you put it up, but you have this whole little wedge shape, and then you can lay down, and then you can uh, push the the walls, and they they'll slide up. That's awesome. And so it's it's like you're sitting in a cubicle with, yeah, yeah. with walls all the way around you. So that was pretty rad. That's pretty cool. But the whole reason I went through the, the 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 experience of going through the health check was to contrast that with flying back to the U.S. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I bet you come back to the U.S. is get a test. Thank you. So fun. I had to get tested in Japan and getting Bef- before I, you left. Yeah, yeah. W- within twenty four hours or within a day of my flight. So it's interesting. Some some will say within seventy two hours. Some will just say within a day. Okay. So I was within a day. I, I got my test on Saturday. Which you probably had to book well in advance. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I, did, I booked the, the, the testing before I even uh, landed in Japan. So right. took the test in Japan, got the results like that same afternoon, and ready for the next day's flight. So I get to the ticket counter, check in. That was the only time they somebody asked to look at my test results. Get out. And then the ticket agent gives me this piece of paper that I guess is from the CDC, and it's a self-affidavit. 
you're basically saying I, I self-affirm that I am tested negative and that I that I am vaccinated and all that stuff. So you write down your name, your address, yep. that's it. And you hand it over to the Japanese ticket agent. And they keep it. And they do something with it. I don't know what they do. Then, you know, I go through the whole flight, land at LAX, and I'm thinking, okay, they're going to want to see the test results or something like that. Nope. I walk through the the, the passport checkpoint, and I had done, there's a app you can download yeah. and do it. I had done that. Yep, that's what I get. So I, I walk up to the guy, and I don't know what it is about U.S. Customs employees. They're really friendly. I was going to say that they're the most bored. Yeah. I don't just, mean that truthfully. They're not very friendly. Usually. No. No, no, they're terrible. They're the most disinterested and bored people that are annoyed that you're even there. But that app that you got is the you're talking about the one where you do your customs declaration yes. on the app. Yeah. So yes. what's rad about that at LAX is that has a dedicated line. Yes. And nobody ever uses the app. So I don't pay for global entry. I just use that. Yeah. And there's a dedicated line you go through. I've beat my luggage before. Yeah. So anyways. So I, I go through the line. The guy's there and he's super annoyed. And, and the only <laughs> question he asked was like, like, why are you here? Right. Basically, he's yeah. like, did you interact with any livestock? No, that was it. That was the only question. Cool. Not, are you, have you tested? Were your results? Nothing. And then I go through baggage claim. And then once you get your bags, there's another customs checkpoint. After you get your bags of baggage claim, as you walk out, there's another kiosk where you hand them over your deck. That was closed. That was just a free for all. You could just, once you got your bags, you just walked out of the airport. So like (laughs) the security theater I guess if yeah. you consider it of this whole pandemic control from the U.S. government is the fact that they even bother to require that you test, but they don't seem to give a shit at all what your results are once you come back in. Well, I guess they're maybe they're working on the assumption that if you had a, a positive test result, they wouldn't let, they you, wouldn't on the let you on the plane. Maybe, maybe. But we're but assuming they like, care. And I know people that have gone to Mexico and like my my brother-in-law was telling me, he's like, I don't even think they really tested anything. They just handed it, you a piece of paper. If you walk over, they don't care. Like there, there, there is <laughs> no. Just, why does that make any difference? Right. That's what I'm saying. Like if, if you. So it was just the most interesting juxtaposition between the two experiences where one is like they're really concerned about the, the human well-being and right. making sure that they're doing everything they can. Like, I shit you not, there probably had to have been. 150 people just to just run the controls just to yeah Yeah. point me down the right walking path and working the tables and all this stuff everybody had their own like laptop like tablet like doing all this stuff so the amount of investment that the japanese government had just at the airport that i went into right right. to handle incoming visitors yeah but this is america right you can't have your freedoms infringed upon it was just kind of sad, like the, the the difference. And of course, the other the other huge difference was the bathrooms. Like I, I went to the restroom in Japan before I left, and it's yeah. the the stalls door goes from f- floor to ceiling basically, right. and there's no gaps. There's no gaps, which is you, great. You've got like a, a control panel that makes noises yep. and, and butt warmer and, and spray and all the the fancy <laughs> washlet <laughs> toilet features. I was in the bathroom in the train station and I accidentally like I bumped into the, the yeah. noisemaker thing and I was so embarrassed. Like no 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 I'm only peeing only peeing like yeah. not pooping I promise. There's there's a shelf that you can put your your yep. bags on. They're so there's, clean. Yeah there's everything right. And then, and this was in the airport. This is not like in the lounge. It's just regular airport stall. Then nope. at baggage claim, I'm like, oh, I got to take a leak. So I, I go in and all the urinals were taken. So I just went into a stall. The hooks are busted off the wall. Like the 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 automatic eye panel that's supposed to be flush on the walls like oh, hanging yeah. out with right. the two wires exposed. Right. Everything's busted. Yep. There's gaps all over the place. And I'm like, 
this water is, on the ceiling somehow. Yeah. Yeah, it's freaking, yeah. dude, it's so gross. It's just amazing the cultural differences you can tell by of a country just by going into their bathroom, a well, public I, restroom. And I'm talking about, like, I was in a train station, which you would assume, like, go to a train station bathroom here. It's one of the most disgusting, like, oh, public yeah. park. Oh, the beach bathrooms are oh, yeah. gross, dude. Yeah. But Japan is just a public bathroom, and it's perfectly clean, and it has a bidet. Yeah, I was out one time with uh, Jeanette uh, before, pre-kids, yeah. and our... And we were out, and Jeanette had to use the restroom. And I'm like, well, we'll just go into this fast food restaurant. She's like, I'm not using a fast food restaurant. I'm like, no, no, no. Go. And she walked out, and she's like, oh, my God, that was the cleanest bathroom I've ever seen. <laughs> Meanwhile, but, in the U.S., you yeah. get hepatitis. Yeah. is that That's the one that you get from a bathroom, right? I, I don't know if you get anything from a toilet seat other than, like, wet. I don't, I don't know. I'm sure there's grossness in those bathrooms. They're probably, especially the ones at the beach, are, like, yeah. junky central. Yeah, it, it's interesting. But the the other thing that was kind of a a, a unexpected, I, I don't want to say unexpected. One thing I forgot about international travels when I was in Japan, as you meet you know new people or whatever, they yeah. do business card exchange. Yeah. So I came back with some business cards from people from that work in Japan, mm-hmm. and then people that worked in Europe. Sure. And then when I come home and I'm sorting through my cards, I forgot that. For whatever reason, there is no international standard business card size. No, it's weird. Japanese right? business cards are a different shape and size than European business cards, which are a different shape and size than American business cards. How is there not a standard? Right. It's kind of weird. Like, you would think that all these office supply companies that make the business card holder... Could get it together and just be like, hey, this is this what is, it is. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know if it's the difference between, like, it's, imperial and metric, but even, like, the Japan and Europe had different sizes. Is it the European ones that are big... They're well bigger, I should say. European ones were taller and narrower. Yeah, they're like a weird size. They are a weird size. I've seen ones that are square. Yeah, those are like, I think, paper-saving ones. I've I've seen those, too, and those are usually like heavier paper stock. Yeah, like a card stock. Yeah. Yeah, they're annoying. But the the ones that are supposed to be like regular business card size are awkward just because the way I do my my card filing is I I have a... You have a Rolodex? No, no, no. I I just have a box that my business cards came in and that box is empty. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. So I stack them and then I kind of sort them based on like company or or whatever the the logic is at the time. But then you look through the pile and there's all these random tall ones. (laughs) So I I use those (laughs) random tall ones as like tabs to divide. Perfect. But yeah, it's just why aren't business cards the same size? Here's a better idea. Why don't we just get rid of business cards? I have a, uh, it's a, a business card shape thing. Yeah. It's plastic and it's an NFC. So I just hold it next to your phone and it pulls up all my stuff. And then you can save it to your phone. Yeah. That's pretty rad. Yeah. I, I've seen those. Now, yeah. is that something you bought yourself or is that something your company provided you? No, no, no. no. I've had it for years. It's, um, it was a thing where the company that does it, they're called Blue. They were doing a pilot essentially. So you okay. could get it for free. Nice. And so I got one. I think it cost me a buck. Yeah. yeah, I've I've seen those, and that's actually a genius idea because you just hold your phone over it, and it and you can put everything. You can put your LinkedIn, you can put your social stuff, you can put you know email address. I have yeah it your for, picture and everything. Yeah, I have it for one twenty one, and I use it. I actually used it in the airport on the way back from Minnesota. Really? Yeah. Somebody asked me a question. I was like, oh, here you go. Held it by their phone. I'm like, whoa, that was cool. Yeah, so, yeah, it's cool. And then you only have to carry that one because you're not ever actually hold handing it over. You just hold yeah. it while they scan your info. I and I like people try. I hate when people give me their business cards now because what am I going to do with it? Yeah, I see. The thing is, is, like, I don't mind the business card because part of it is, is like I don't need a bunch of business people's contact info in my personal phone. Well, yeah, but you could take a picture of it. There's a, there's other yeah. ways to do it. Like yeah. there's other things. You could put a file on your. 
outlook or something. Yeah, on something, right? So that you just don't have to deal with it. I just, it's it's wasteful to me. Yeah. I, I do wish there was some sort of like OCR, you know, where you have the optical character recognition where I can snap a picture of the business card and then it automatically takes creates all that data, yeah. creates the digital card. They have that. They have. It doesn't work great, but they right. have it. Yeah. And they're, they're, and everybody's got their own proprietary thing. I just want to be able to scan it and have it go into Outlook well, and just you, be done with it. Do you remember that they had those dedicated business card scanners? Yes. That you could you would carry it with you, I guess, and scan somebody's business card. Yeah. Weird. But I mean, the the concept is the same. It's like you get a digital version of it because I right the information on the business card is useful sometimes. But it's like at the same time, it's like I don't need to hang on to this dead tree piece forever so yeah it is it is a uh, a weird challenge yeah there's a lot of things that when you stop and think about it yeah are kind of stupid yeah oh yeah there's all sorts of stupid traditions and, yeah. and things that people we do today that just people take well yeah, that's although, the way it's always been and you're like really although the you know it, without the business card we would not get the scene discussing business cards from american psycho and that's a great scene oh yeah the, the card stock the font <laughs> the, yeah there's there's some it's so good but it's even true i mean yeah when i get a business card and it's on really flimsy paper like i totally, like, they, like they printed it for free from that what's that website you can print free vista print yeah, or whatever yeah. yeah we'll give yeah. you 500 cards for free yeah all you yeah. is shipping and handling yeah but yeah. it's all advertising on the back yeah. yeah, that when you grab a card like that where it's it's just slightly thicker than a sheet of paper, you're kind of like, all right, you're a cheap ass, like, or your company is. So it's it. There yeah. is that unconscious bias when you get a card like that. And you're like, eh. yeah. I just I decided to get a card. But how else? Of, how else are you going to win those free lunches without dropping your business card in the bowl? I usually. <laughs> I usually take the business cards I don't want and drop them in the bowl. Well, yeah, I, I've done that too. Or I've I've done it in the past where like I got new business cards and like the old card I had threw it in there. Yeah, yeah. or stuffed the bowl with old cards. Right, right, right. Like because they don't ever say just drop one. It just says drop a yeah. business card in there. But yeah, well, it maybe, doesn't even say it has to be yours. Yeah, yeah. And it doesn't say maybe I went there every day for three weeks and put a business card and they don't know. A lot of those are like places I just wouldn't want a free lunch from, anyways. No, but then if you won, because some of them are like win free lunch for your office, then you look like the office hero. Oh, I haven't hero. seen those ones. I've just seen the oh. ones where it's like, we'll give you a free lunch. I'm like, yeah. thank you, but I'm here. I'm not even from around here. Chipotle. You know what I, oh, dude, don't get me started. <laughs> okay, now that you said Chipotle, chip, chip uh-huh. um, so where I live is great. Yes. I love all the little independent places. Like there's a, a chain or two, but they're small chains. Okay, I'm waiting okay. for a butt. They're putting in um, an excessive number of coffee shops, two of them right next to each other. I don't get that, but sure, do what you're going to do. There used to be a coffee shop uh, over by sort of where Filling Station is. Not that yeah. that means anything to anybody, but you kind of know what I'm talking the about. The Filling Station was a restaurant. Is or a restaurant. Is a restaurant yep. that isn't an old gas station filling station, hence the name. Yeah, across the street from a gas station that's now filled. Yeah. Anyways. Right. Anyways. So uh, there's the pie hole right behind pie hole used to be this little coffee shop. I can't even remember what it was called, but you know, fine little place. Okay. <clears throat> they're, <laughs> they're putting in a Chipotle. We don't need a Chipotle. There's one right down the street over here. Yeah. But do you think it's just because of the proximity to the college and that's probably, the why they're doing it? but you still, you still got the Chipotle right down the street. Yeah. So and why? it's a, it's a Chipotle. Like if it had been uh, like a independent burrito place, like right. it, it's just a, it's just a mission style burrito. Yeah. For in theory, right? I mean, that's kind of what it is. So you could have put anything in there, but it's a chain and it Chipotle's not great. It's, like, it's not terrible, but it's, okay. it's definitely gone downhill since they get the salmonellas to everybody. Is that when the decline started? 
well, no, I think it started and then the salmonella <laughs> and then the the deal. But yeah, I, I'm just bummed because I don't really. It's just a bummer to have a chain in this like quaint little neighborhood. Yeah, I don't have a problem with Chipotle, but yeah, I, I can see that when you have this kind of historic little district, yeah, you kind of want to support all the things that make it unique, right? Instead of just. But I mean, you have Starbucks in the in the traffic circle, so yeah, but that's in a bank. True. Yeah, it's and nobody cares. Yeah, I actually I rarely see anybody with Starbucks cups. They've all got one of the five other places. Oh, like there's literally one. There's like five or six places to get coffee within three blocks, which is why it makes no sense. They're putting in two more. So there's an actual coffee place where the dry cleaner used to be. Yeah. And I might have talked about this before, but they're also putting in right next door on the side street, literally, you know, a 10 foot gap between the buildings is an Australian coffee place. What's so I makes guess it Australian? The cups are upside down. I don't really know. There's a blooming onion. Like <laughs> oh crikey, mate! Got yeah. a blooming onion. It's like a Bloody Mary style coffee where it's just got like this skewer with a bunch of shit on it. <laughs> what, like a, that's so gross. There, there is a uh, shopping center not too far from my house, and I don't know why a business would move into that shopping center because whoever does the property management uh-huh. hates all of the other tenants. What do you mean? Because they keep opening up more and more of the exact same type of business in that same shopping center. Is it the property managers or the people that don't do their research and they just keep opening the same crap? Well, as a property manager, I, you would think that you would be like, hey, there's already four other nail salons. In yeah, you'd here. want to diversify. Sure. Yeah. And so like, you walk in there, there's, there's, I want to say there's five or six like cosmetic salon. So there's one that's a, a hair and nail salon. Sure. There's one that's just a straight up hair salon. Then there's the sports clips that's under construction that's going in there. Then there's the solo salon. Uh, oh, like a shared space? Yeah. Thing? yeah. Everybody rents their own yeah. little stall or whatever. Yeah. And those are all within, I would say, from one end to the other, it's probably 10 storefronts yeah, yeah, yeah. between them all. <laughs> that's weird. All on the same side of the shopping center. Then there's two yoga places, and then one was a a a, um, a spin spot. Now okay. it's turning into a, a different gym. And then there's an Orange Theory, but it's just again, that's all kind of the same stuff. Yes, it's weird. So as a property manager, like, wouldn't you be like, hey, let's diversify this? Like, why? Because how can you, you support more than one yoga studio? Right. And then as as a as a tenant, you're like, what the fuck? I've been here for however long, right. and now you, I've got a competitor like two doors down. Yeah, that's weird. That's the weirdest thing. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. But I mean, maybe it. maybe you're right. Maybe it isn't up to the property management to to make those decisions. Well, but it's you would not. Think- it's they, they just want the the lease money, right? Especially right now. Yeah, they, they don't care. But it's weird. Like, so, so for an example, we do not have a burger place. We have Omega, which is like an old, but it's like an old school Greek diner, like drive-in place, right? So yes, they have burgers, but they also have chicken Parmesan and all kinds of other random shit, Um, which is great. And their burgers are amazing. You want to walk there for lunch after this? Maybe. Maybe I do. I think we do. Uh, So, okay. So their burgers are really good, but here's where I don't understand. So there was an actual burger place. Yeah. um, Over, in fact, over by the pie hole. That's really good. It was good. Yeah. Right. The guy wanted to sell it and get out fine he wanted to do something different um he wasn't selling the ip he he was insane for what he was asking for the place so anyways he's he has a place i think i want to say fullerton or something fountain valley something okay and his concept at the other place was different it was chicken yeah uh like chicken strips right yeah that's all they do and that's cool there was already a chicken place there's buttermilk fried chicken there's also bruxy so there's two 
right? He converts this place from the burger place, which we don't have another burger place, into a chicken strip place. In which there's already chicken. Yeah. In the- hey, dum dum. Right? It's the same thing with all these coffee shops. Did you look around before you decided that's what you were going to open? Yeah. Or was it just, there's open space, that's what I'm going to do? Yeah. It doesn't I, make sense. It, it's true. It is interesting when you look at people and, and their business logic sometimes, or their lack thereof. Right. What's well, like, you know, I mean, what's that show? Bar Rescue is a terrible show. Oh, but yeah. he at least looks and he goes, okay, here, there's 15 other bars in this area, and here's what they're all doing. So let's create a concept that's different and drive traffic. Right. Right? You don't go, oh, there's 36 coffee shops. Let's put in a different coffee shop. Like, yeah. What the fuck? What's, what's your unique spin? Oh. We, we have brown coffee. We write your name properly on the cups. <sighs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Our latte art is off the chain. Oh, yeah. I don't get the, I just get black coffee, so I don't really care. Well, I you, don't need the fancy flour or whatever. You don't you even want. have to have your name written on the cup. They can basically turn around, fill it, and hand it right back to you. Yeah. You're done. That or I get the cold brew. I like the cold brew. Oh, that takes a little bit of time. Does it? Well, Don't they just batch that at night? They do, but yeah. for whatever reason, like when you order black coffee, they hand it to you right then and there. But oh, yeah, cold, cold brew, brew well, because it's got to wait. go to the person. Yeah. And I didn't know, like, I've only been in a... I mean, I've been in Starbucks a decent amount of times, but I never really paid attention. And then I ordered an iced tea. Uh, that's pretty much all I ever get from them. Yeah. And they make it basically from concentrate. Really? It's weird. They put some tea and then they put water and then they hand it to you. Oh, did so I guess the it. barista needs something to do. Maybe. Yeah. I'm, I'm not a coffee drinker. So usually if I'm, if I'm in a coffee shop, it's, it's with somebody Where are you else. getting your caffeine from? Uh, from your cola? Yeah. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. My Coke Zero. That's yeah. my preferred method of caffeine ingestion. Oh, Coke Zero actually has caffeine? Oh, yeah. I always just assumed it was zero everything. No, no. I think it's like, I think Sprite and 7-Up are like caffeine free. And then like, yeah, pretty much everything else. I had a cactus cooler the other day. Really? I had not seen cactus coolers in ages. And you saw one like in a convenience store and grabbed No, it? I, was at a, I was at a Star Wars celebration. They had food trucks. And the food truck had cactus cooler. So oh, I wait, got wait, one. Wait, wait, wait. You were at a... Star Wars celebration? Correct. We'll get to that in a second. Is, uh, so they had Cactus Cooler, and I got one, and I'm going to tell you right now, I was excited, and I was disappointed. Was it not what you thought it was? It's not what I remember. What's Cactus Cooler? Is it orange it's pineapple? The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And they, I remember as a kid, they were good. I liked them, and I don't think they have caffeine either. I think they're one of those. Yeah. 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 And I, they were really good. It did not taste good. It was not good. Was maybe, maybe it was you were thirsty enough? You know, like no, a, they, you know, you know that like, you know, there's some like in my child oh, member, I remember just savoring that, yeah. like the flavor of it. I wonder if it's the, maybe they switched it from like uh real it's sugar like a to high fructose corn syrup. I, I don't know. It was high fructose garbage is what it was. Oh, did you end up with the uh, cactus cooler mustache? Did you make it sure at least to get your upper lip covered in orange? <laughs> was that a thing? No, it was out of a well, can. Well, no, it was out of a so can. Like, you can't really yeah, do it. No. But. Uh, yeah, so I was at Star Wars Celebration. Um, we bought tickets for this so two, what? two and a half years ago. It's basically Star Wars Con, like a, a con, a okay. convention. And you celebrate Star Wars. Stuff? I mean, it's just a star. It's a four-day Star Wars nerd fest. Um, where is it at? Anaheim Convention Center. And that's where it was supposed to be two and a half years ago? Yep. And that's where it was? That's where it was. And actually, I so we only went Friday. Uh, and you say we, so you had other. I went with Jason and Allie and, uh, yeah, and Allie's brother. And so, did you all dress up? No, no, no. I just wore a t-shirt and shorts like a normal human being. It's a uh, number one Star Wars fan with the, no, the Starship uh, no. Enterprise on it. Exactly. No, there. So, what I thought was really cool, they had some, mostly. So they do like a lot of panels and stuff. We saw Ron Howard talk for a little bit. What's which his is, involvement? Uh, he's like the producer of a bunch of the stuff. Oh, well, a bunch the of the new, new stuff. stuff on, yeah, yeah. Okay, I was like, um, <laughs> and I think he's directed some of it. But anyways, and his. So I want to say his daughter. 
is maybe is one of the directors of some of the stuff. Okay. Um, so, anyways, uh, so they have a lot of panels and different things, and like people. Did you actually to, sit and listen to Ron Howard? We were in the vicinity where the stage was, so we had stood there and watched for. A little, oh, so you could for a little bit. It was no, like in a him. private room or something. Right? No, 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 no. The the main stage, I guess you would call it, was, was kind of in the open, and then they have different rooms for side panels. Or is whatever. he a small guy? I couldn't really tell. He was sitting on a couch. Oh. So I, I, th- I think Ron Howard is fairly normal size. Because I'm always interested, like, when you actually meet, like, celebrities, or you see them in person, you're like, oh. No, I think Ron Howard is, like, normal. Okay. He's no Tom Cruise. Yeah, he's not a five foot two. Yeah, well, I think Tom's five. five. Three? Oh, is I don't he really know. that short? I have no idea. I don't know. Anyways, okay. um, so uh, they had a lot of, like, they had a whole exhibit that was, like, all props and costumes and, like, I mean, huge, like, full-size starships from um the mandalorian and the book of boba fett so how are really, they getting this stuff well because it's all run by lucasfilm and ILM oh the convention is yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, it's, all, okay. right, it's, it's a legitimate like it's not um it's not like collectors no, showing no, no, off no. their shit okay well, although there was a room that was supposed to be like the largest collection of star wars memorabilia and i was like I'm, no we looked through the doors like i'm not waiting in line for that that's stupid <laughs> it's a bunch of people's crap um, no, but what like seeing some of the costumes, like the detail that they put in. So they had like a full size um, in the Mandalorian. There's this, he has like a starship, basically like a small one. Okay, but they had a full size one, and the amount of detail and like these people are putting into building this stuff is incredible. The costume detail is insane. Now, they had like you, some disarticulated animatronics, so you could see how it all worked. So that was really cool to see all that. When you look at some of these vehicles in person, is it like the stuff that? Because I know. You and I both being in the car industry, we've yeah. seen stuff that is built for TV or built for movies. That right. Up close is a piece Terrible. of shit. No, a lot of these were incredible. So they were detailed enough to be, I guess, used for close-up scenes yeah. or whatever? Yeah, yeah. Like these, I would say they were the hero versions. So two and and what they had, like, so they had a, they had Ewan McGregor's, I guess from like one of the Attack of the Clones or something, whatever. I don't know what movie it was. They had his like dueling lightsaber, right? That was okay. on screen and it's a hilt with a stick. Yeah. Yeah. So that they can bang him around. Right. And then they had like the actual close up hero piece and the differences are night and day, obviously. Oh, really? But, yeah. Okay. But they have a lot of the props and stuff that they were showing were definitely hero pieces and they were full on for close ups and like the ship yeah. was, I mean, it looked legit. How much were tickets? I don't remember. Because two and a half years ago. Yeah, two and a half, three years ago. I think we literally bought them three years ago. So is this an all-day thing? It's four days. There are people that go all four days. Oh, we were there all day. We got there at like 9.30 and we left at six or something. Okay. There's enough to see. Like you're walking around. half. So there's a lot of different booths too. Citizen had a, like as an example, Citizen had a booth and they were doing um, a bunch of like crossover pieces, right? Okay. Like themed watches Watches, and you could buy stuff there. Bandai, all these toy companies have booze. Game companies have right, booze. Makes so sense. it's it's stuff to see. Yeah. What what is the best is the people watching. Like, I can only imagine. The, yeah. There's people that come in costumes that look like they literally walked off a set. They're incredible. Yeah. Right. It's really neat to see that. And then there's people that look like they raided their child's closet. Or, which is also probably incredible. which is hilarious. Yeah. Um, we saw. Now are you Kobe one Kenobi? <laughs> so it was a guy dressed up in all Kobe like Kobe Colors, gear yeah. with a with a cape, uh-huh. uh, purple and yellow. I think he had a Vader helmet on or a Mando helmet, something like that. And he had all the rings. And on his back, it said Kobe One. I it do like funny. some of those mashups. I've seen some of those from like Comic Cons where yeah. people will kind of take two different disparate things and merge them together. But there was a couple, you? a guy and a girl in flight suits, Maverick and Goose, oh, okay. wearing bounty hunter like both or mandalorian helmets that were painted maverick like, and goose so that was pretty funny that was pretty good um a lot of good ones but then there was a guy that was like 
fat Darth Vader with, you know, the like, so not instead of having like the actual helmet that covers his head. Yeah. He just, it look, looks like he stole one of the masks from his kid. You know, the ones that just cover your face. Oh, yeah. yeah you know yeah. what I'm talking about? So yeah. it's just like a half mask or whatever. He had that and like the worst looking costume I've ever, it was freaking hilarious. So the disparity between the two is pretty funny. Now, did you snap pictures of these people? No, I actually, I didn't take, I took pictures of like the, some of the props and stuff, yeah, but I, I didn't I, really take pictures of the people. I, I saw pictures of that. stuff. Of just like small things here and there, and I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, I'm like, Lego- but it's like it's not like I know what I'm looking at. Other than like, okay, that looks like it's a Star Wars yeah. thing. Well, Lego but- had a booth, and um, they had a lot. They were showing a lot of the new sets coming up, and then you could buy. Um, they've got those brickheads. They have a new set coming yeah. out, so you could get that a month early. With the Did set you get I got it first. Yeah, it was twenty bucks. I got that. Um, but they had. I mean, it was just cool to see a lot of the stuff. I didn't really take pictures of any of the people because it just. I feel like it's kind of creepy. Well, yeah. I mean, I guess you have to ask them. And there's a lot, and there were people that would just get stopped constantly. Oh, I can imagine. So I was eating. I was eating lunch, and everybody else was kind of still in line. So I was waiting for them to meet meet with me. And uh, <laughs> this guy's walking in one direction. And he has a pretty decent like Mandalorian costume on. He's walking, but this woman going the other direction goes, "Oh, great, another Mandalorian!" <laughs> and like totally clown on the dude. And he, you could see his face like, Aww. he had his helmet on. He was like, Aww, "All sad." It was pretty funny. But the way she was just like, oh, good, another one. Well, I mean, she's not wrong. But yeah, but you think about where you are. Come on. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Consider the audience because you're just, everybody's doing the same thing. And like I've, I've been to Comic Cons. I've been to San Diego Comic Con. I've been to you know Portland Comic Con. I've been to a bunch of them, but this did, was different. Did anybody commit to the Jar Jar Nope. Cosplay? Thank God. Because that, I think, would take some balls. To dress up yeah. as a character that nobody, nobody likes. likes. Yeah, no, nobody did that. But there, like I said, there were some pretty elaborate ones. There was, there were like ones where I mean, people either that or go to the other way and dress up like as your favorite Star Trek character. Well, so we were talking about that actually. I was like, it would be pretty funny to clown and just be like, when I we were walking around and I would I said it all the time. I'm like, so when when do we get to see the Enterprise? And people would give you dirty looks. Right, I I don't care. It was no, fun. I was yeah, having fun with it, but you don't need to take yourself all that seriously. No, it was cool though. It was a it was a good time. I really enjoyed it. Um, so what? Again, seeing all stuff to me, being able to see a lot of stuff that you know, like the props and the costumes. Like yeah. that's to the. It's all about the craftsmanship and seeing like they even have like they had miniatures that they used. They would build a miniature um, of like say Jabba's palace and like whatever. So they yeah. build this whole thing and they've got, you know, the Mandalorian standing there. They 3d scan that and use that scan to either build the sets or do the mats. Oh, okay. So there was a lot of really cool stuff like yeah. that, but you would think, okay, it's a miniature that they're not going to use on camera. It's going to be chintzy, but it's still, they're amazing. Detailed. Yeah. That's yeah. total overkill. And then the ships, you know, the, like the camera ships, the small versions that they use, those are detailed all out the wazoo. It's crazy. So what souvenirs did you come home with besides that Lego set t-shirt? Oh, and I'm not wearing it. I have a t-shirt that says uh, Star Wars in Spanish. Oh. And it doesn't say Star Wars in Spanish. It's Star Wars in Spanish. Right, right. In, yeah, in Espanol. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. It, it would be in weird English, if it just, it just said Star, Star Wars, Wars in, in Spanish. Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> it's like those uh, cake decorating things where people go, oh, can you write my son's name? And they screw it up. And, and write they literally my son's write, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, there's, to be honest, like, there was a lot of stuff to buy. Everybody's selling toys and all this other stuff. And I just... I don't, I didn't care. Now, the food, did, were they trying to make it like Star Wars? No, 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 it was just food trucks. Okay. Yeah. It I just, didn't know if they were like, oh, here's your lightsaber no. lemonade. No, it's not like at... Um, uh, at Disneyland. Disneyland, yeah. yeah. No. That's what I was kind of curious about, if they had any of like that, that stuff. No, sir, they did not. Um, but that was Friday, so that was just the other day. And then 
Saturday, yeah. which would have been two days ago, I guess. Yes. Because it's Monday. It's it very is. confusing. Um, I went to Vagrant Records, had their 25th, which was actually 26th year anniversary. So there were a bunch of bands played. And, we, and there was two concerts. There's one on Saturday, and I think there's another weekend. I think next weekend or something is the other. Oh, really? Yeah. The, similar lineups. There's a couple of different supporting bands that are different, but yeah. Oh, I didn't know they had another one. Yeah, it was cool. Again, tickets were bought over a year ago, two years ago, whatever. Uh, but it was actually, that was really fun. I'd never been to Five Points before. Yeah, Five Points is... Temporary feeling. Sort of. If you're yeah. familiar with Southern California, there there used to be the Verizon Wireless Amphitheater or the Irvine, Irvine Amphitheater, Amphitheater yeah. which was next to Wild Rivers, kind of by where which the... Which is getting built again. Where the 5 and the 405 freeways meet. And irvine in their wisdom decided to get rid or not renew the leases for both the water park and they the, knocked all of that down right to build so apartments yeah that's all apartments now the great park which was the el toro marine corps air station yep. uh has been turned into housing but some of the a lot of it's a park a lot of it's open fields open Ice park. Rink. yes there's yep. several hockey rinks there's several soccer fields yep. and a big orange balloon yeah big one that apparently you can ride in i've never done in. it yep and they're and doing. They built a temporary amphitheater, which was supposed to be temporary, but it's been there for five years now. Yep, five years. Yeah. Uh, this is my first time there, and it's all scaffold, and it definitely feels temporary. Oh yeah, it's I just also metal bleachers gone, basically. Yeah, I haven't gone and folding <laughs> folding chairs. Yes. We walked up, and I'm like, "What is this high school graduation?" Pretty uh, much. But I haven't been to a show with actual seats in ages because so you're too busy weird. washing. Well, no, but like most places I go to smaller venues, they yeah, don't have seating. Standing room only. Yeah. And so this was kind of weird. We had seats. It was cool. Um, Did you use the seats? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you, okay. You, you had to pay for a pit ticket to get in the pit. Oh, like okay. That was a separate ticket, which whatever. That was kind of dumb. Um, but it wasn't super crowded. It was it was fun. I and mean, we had a, had a good time. It was cool to see. I mean, I like a lot of those bands. So it was great to see them. Yeah. The last time, I was, lot. last time I was at that Five Points Amphitheater was for hammer's house party <laughs> wait back, what back in 2019 it was mc hammer yeah it was tone loke it was um uh sir mix a lot it was young mc that sounds pretty rad yeah two, uh, two life crew was supposed to be on the bill but they they had to drop out at the last minute but yeah it was a bunch of like 90s hip-hop accent you know mc hammer was a headliner all right and so that was the last time i was there and the it is totally temporary feeling. Everything is just kind of like... When it's all food trucks, too. All yes. their vending is weird. Yes. Yeah. And so it, it, it is a strange setup. And apparently, they're, they're still trying to finalize a permanent location somewhere within the Great Park. This to sounds actually, weird. Just put it right there. Well, I know. Um, it's already there. Yeah. But I think they want to keep having concerts while they build it so they can oh, transition over it and whatever. It is, so it's weird, too, getting there. Um, because you're driving on parts of the base that you never would have seen before. Yes. But so first, that was a trip. But you also drive through a residential neighborhood. Yeah, you do. And then you drive, then into, you the drive into the base. Yeah, and it's it's a trip because a lot of the buildings that were whatever they were when they were it was the base are now businesses and stuff. Yeah. Some so of them are repurposed, some of them yeah. are just vacant and kind of crumbling. Yeah. It's pretty cool to see though. And then you you park on the old runway. Yes. One of the old runways. Um but yeah, they had cornhole. Oh. All right. Like they had like 30 cornhole boards. I and I, I think that's just an Irvine thing. Like, Who's it's just the amphitheater thing. Dedicated to drive all the way out to some other place to play cornhole. No, I think it's just if you don't want to watch the band. Oh. Right, oh. so I met up with one of my friends, and we just hung out by the cornhole boards during um, Thrice, because I don't care. Oh. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, I'm like, whatever. And then 
Dude, Alkaline Trio, like Matt Skiba forgot words and kind of <laughs> screwed up some chords. It was pretty bad. I was maybe, like, dude, are you on something? What's going on over here? Maybe he hasn't played in a while. Uh, no, I've seen him recently. Uh, and he was better then? Way better. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. That is kind of sad. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. It was cool. I mean, it, it was still fun and it was, it was weird though because like, you know, they have a curfew at that venue. Yeah. So there's no, no encores or anything. And it was just like 1030 done. Done. Yep. Yeah. I think that's one of the things with the, with the permanent venue that they're trying to put together, they want to build it below grade oh, to yeah. help muffle the sound. Right. So that curfew, cause there is housing in the area around. Yeah. So they, they want to be kind of respectful to the neighbors. And so I think they're trying to figure out how to do something and minimize the sound. When I get that, because I grew up in, well, part of my growing up years was in the neighborhood of the Pacific Amphitheater. Right, right by the Orange County Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it was, we lived on the opposite side of the neighborhood. And like, I've, it sounded like you were at the Guns N' Roses show. That's how loud it was. It's kind of rad. It's cool, because you could hear a bunch of stuff for free, but also, I, you know, want to go to sleep. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that is... Uh, running water. Yeah, but the best part is, is we're hearing it in the headphones, and then we'll listen yeah, to this. And you won't hear. And you won't hear it in the right. mix. It'll just be an awkward pause. Before, yeah, before we yeah. freaked out all the time, and now it's like, ah, fuck yeah, it. Nobody can hear it. No, nobody cares. Anyways, no. I mean, this is not like this is not the most produced show in the world. What are you talking about? We have we push buttons and move levers. Look at lever you're, you're moving. You're doing it now. Doing doing it now. It now. Pew, 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 pew. And then you go like this, and you go. Woo! Yeah. I labeled everything this time. You did. Yeah. So. Anyway, so uh, Mother's Day was recently, too. I got my mom a gift that basically said the only gift you need is your son. Oh. Like, I, this is from your favorite child or something like that. Yeah. Which is the, the best card. Yeah, it's perfect. That's it. That's, and then we just made a meal of food. That was our Mother's Day activity. Well, that's better than making a meal of non-food. Well, that's not true. We didn't do it for Mother's Day. We did it for a different day because nobody felt good on Mother's Day or something. I was feeling, like, pretty shitty. Oh. And we wanted to get sick, so we did it the next weekend. That works. Yeah. This, uh, this, we're shit almost near we're June practically. Yeah, a couple days by the time this episode airs, Wednesday. June. Yeah, wow. This so, will come out on the first. This will, and yeah. my son graduates elementary school the next day. It's weird on the second. It's it not is a thing. I, it's not a thing. It wasn't a thing when we were kids, was it? No, I remember a sixth grade graduation. You do? Yeah, I remember wearing uh, my... my <laughs> Your Billabong shirt? It was a bright blue Bugle Boy t-shirt that had like a vertical orange panel and it said like Bugle Boy on it. Sweet. And then I had the sort of matching but not really bright blue and lime green like hammer pants. Yeah. And then... Were they I, Jimmy's? They probably were. I don't yeah. remember the brand. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I also had my white and blue and lime green um, British Knights. So I never had a pair of BKs. I, I specifically remember my sixth grade graduation, and it took place in the library, in in the uh, elementary school library. Okay. Um, Not a lot of room in the library. No, but I mean, they had a, enough room because I, I, I want to say- Did you that, have like a gym with a stage? Not in elementary school. Huh. So it was either the library or the multi-purpose room. And for some reason, we were in the library. I don't know if they split up the classes so that each sixth grade class took right. over a different building or whatever. But I remember getting like an award or something like that. And then I don't remember that was that. My son's graduation, Grayson's graduation, is interesting in the fact that it takes place at 8.15 in the morning. And school starts at 8. Wait, so, so then, but they do that and then they just leave? Or do they have yes. to finish the day? No. Oh. So it's like, why think, even bother? Yeah, why don't you just do it the day before in the afternoon and be done with it? But instead, um, Thursday morning, 
Uh, Grayson's graduation. We'll have to get there early because I volunteered to uh, bring donuts for the uh, the students and for the uh, the visitors. How many donuts do you have to bring? So there's thirty six dozen. Yeah, something like that. There there are ninety eight graduating sixth graders. Okay. So I, I ordered a hundred custom donuts, and then what they, do you mean custom donuts? The donuts are custom decorated in the. Oh school. oh oh! Not the. So it's a cake donut that is going to be frosted. And then the bottom half is going to be sprinkled, and then the top half, which is frosted but free of sprinkles, will have twenty twenty two piped cute. on it, and it's all done in the school colors. Sure, and which then are what uh, blue, silver, and white. Sure. So they're they're doing the donuts in that color, and then so I'm I'm paying for those, and then the PTA wanted to do donut holes for the guests, and so I just once I figured out the cost was small compared to the donuts, I was yeah. like, all right, I'll just do the donuts. So I'm getting. 300 donut holes and 100 donuts. So I am buying a You shouldn't have to pay for 100 of those. Because of the dozen free? Yeah. No, no. No, because they are, you're getting a donut, right? Yes. Then they're just going to take the hole and give it to you again. (laughs) So you shouldn't have to pay for 100 of those. You would think so, yeah. Yeah. The, uh, that's my logic on this. Yeah, one. yeah, yeah. It's just it's a sound logic. Yeah. We're doing uh, four different flavors on the donut hole, so it'll be um, plain glazed, sugared, and then like cinnamon sugar. Do you go to some like fancy donut place or something? Yeah, there's a, a place not too far from my house. It's a fancy pants donut, uh, they, like sidecar, kind of like that. Yeah. But they they specialize in really like elaborate decorated uh, donuts that are like three four bucks a piece, like sidecar. Yeah, yeah, um, or voodoo. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Kind of like more like the voodoo thing. So, sure, sure. Uh, yeah. So the hundred donuts are more in that three dollar price range thing, and then the the donut holes are cheap. So I'm I'm spending almost four hundred bucks on donuts for for a graduation of kids that probably won't remember it. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like the PTA only has so much fun. So it's yeah. like, all right, I'll I'll kick in. I, well, it's, it is pretty crappy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's it's sad how underfunded schools. Wasn't can the lottery be. supposed to help fund schools? And I'm sure it did in some way. Mm. I just. The don't. war on drugs, something like that? Yeah. yeah. Not the band. No. Yeah, I, I don't know. But anyways, so I, I will be uh, the the proud parent of a graduating sixth grader. What school is he going to have? Do you have middle school? Yes. So oh, okay. Or junior. So that's the other thing. I it's, just it's called junior it junior high. high. Yeah, it's, it's the same thing. It's the same yeah. thing. I junior high, intermediate. Didn't have one. Middle school. Went from sixth grade to high school. Your high school started at seventh grade? Mm-hmm. So then so, when were you a freshman? In ninth grade? Yeah. Okay. It's still like, I guess in theory, it's middle school. It just happened to be at the same school. School, yeah. yeah. Which is kind of interesting. You spent six years on one campus and then six years on another. Yeah, I tell people I went to high school for six years. They wonder how stupid I am. <laughs> <laughs> and I let them figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, no, no. Grayson, Grayson will go to an intermediate school just for seventh grade and eighth grade. Yeah. And then move to another school for what high school. What high school is he going to? Or what would he go to? Uh, he's targeted to go to Tribuco Hills High School. So that's down to Mission Viejo. So he'll be there. Yeah. If we exciting. don't move, which who eh, knows? He probably won't. No, we like the neighborhood. We yeah. like where we're at. But it, it is interesting. So now we've got Grayson out of school after this Thursday. So we, we've already started planning like his summer camp activities and stuff. Well, you're also going on your trip, road trip. Yeah. We're doing the road trip thing. And, and we've got, you know, Fourth of July travel festivities and stuff like that. But I just signed Grayson up for a new camp that I didn't even really know existed until I was in Japan. <laughs> okay, I'm and it listening. Was just, I was talking with a coworker, and I was like, "Oh, yeah, I'm looking at you know doing camps for for Grace." And I got him signed up for uh, Woodward. He's going back to Woodward, sure, for skateboarding this time. Um, and then he was like, "Oh, there's a there's a maker space 
spot in Costa Mesa down the street yeah. from the airport, I from John Wayne Airport. It's still no, open? it's still there. It's oh, called okay. Ur- Urban Workshop. Yep. Uh, we know somebody that who, uses that place. Yes. Yep. They, have a, they have a summer camp. Program. Oh, that must be who you were talking to. So I, I am uh, taking, or Grayson will be going there for a week. Um, and they have each, I guess, class or series, they're, they're leveled. So level one, two, three, four. I think there's just maybe four, maybe five. I can't uh-huh. remember. And you have to take the first before you can take the next. Sure. And so in this level one summer camp that he, he's attending, they're going to teach him. Well, they're basically going to show him the ropes of um, AutoCAD 360, okay. which is a cloud-based drafting program. Right. So he can use it with his Chromebook. And then he's going to design something in CAD. He's going to use a 3D printer to make it. Uh-huh. He's going to take some graphics, manipulate the graphics, and then use a laser to etch the graphic design onto the thing, onto something else. Okay. Oh, onto something else. Onto something else. Uh, he has to disassemble and then reassemble a bicycle. Like they're basically that's kind of cool. They're teaching him CAD. They're teaching him printing. They're teaching him like basic mechanical to, uh, skills. Right. He's got to sew something. And he's there's like this home ec. Well, they're just teaching you all the different maker right. type of different techniques and things. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And then like level two will build upon that. And I think at some point they'll teach him like welding and like that's pretty rad. Yeah. Did you watch that show with Amy Poehler and uh No, I never the did. Guy who's like Nick the mm, Yes. Um, why can't I think of his name? I, I know the He's character. like my spirit animal. Yes. Anyways, uh he that show, it's like making it, I think it's called, is super interesting to see the stuff that these people come up with now who, and it's just all it's a maker competition but adult makers yeah yeah, makers? yeah it's adults all right i'm looking this up now yeah i think it's called making it Make and it, it there's three seasons or something like that two or three seasons on hulu i believe and it is worth the watch it was super cool it's like you remember that show project runway yes i like watching that because it's incredible to see what people can make out of nothing like if you asked me to make a pair of pants you would get two different sized legs uh, you might have a zipper. Like, it would be a disaster. But these people make stuff that looks like it came off of a shop shelf, a store. It's a three seasons. Yeah, three. You can watch it for free on the Ooh. Peacock. Oh, they moved it to the Peacock. Yeah. And then it's on NBC free. And then it's a, it requires a premium subscription on Hulu. Or you can buy episodes for like two bucks. No, don't buy them. Just get the Peacock app for free. Yeah, uh, Nick, o- Nick Offerman is the that's, character. Yeah, Nick Offerman. So that, I mean, that's the cool, like, to, so he'll get to see and make a bunch of these, like, have these skills, and maybe he'll get into it. Well, that's one of the things is because when Grayson had to pick his electives, the top um, elective choice that he wanted was industrial arts, uh-huh. which is... Wait, electives where? At, at the junior high. Oh, you already had to pick classes they, and stuff? Not yet, but they basically asked the students to pick in order of preference. Oh, okay. So they can figure out staffing levels Got it, and okay. stuff. Yep. And so Industrial Arts was his first pick, which is basically like metal shop, wood shop, but they get to build like a, a race car or fab one out. So That's awesome. they get to teach them some of the skills. So in this urban workshop summer camp program, he'll have some of that background familiarity. So then that was gives him a head start. Yes. That's cool. And it's it sounds like a ton of fun. Hey, can you do it? Uh, the summer camp is for kids only, but mm. they do have a bunch of adult classes. Yeah, yeah. So you, they have specialties on all sorts of different niches or different categories. So like cabinet making and so on and so forth. Um, and then they have the the full-blown 
subscription or the, the membership, the monthly yeah, yeah, membership. Yeah. Which I, I'm assuming we both know the same person that goes there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if he still goes. but I don't think so. I think that he does not anymore. Yeah, but it'll be a chance because I've never been. Yeah. So when I when I drop Grayson off for the first it's day a of cool summer space. camp. Yeah, yeah it'll yeah. be interesting to see what the space looks yeah. like. Cause they, I know they have vehicle lifts yeah. so you can work on your cars. Uh, they have, you know, full metal shop, they wood shop. all kinds of crazy all stuff. All sorts of yeah. stuff. Uh, CNC. They have like a whole room of 3D printers. Yeah. They've got, yeah, CAD machine or like work workstations. So um, that's what I'm really yeah. kind of curious on is to see what is all there and maybe sign up for something. Yeah. I mean, they definitely have, a, I've been there once or twice and they definitely have a, a lot of stuff. And then they have like, you know, you can, I guess you can pay extra and rent like a little space. Yes. So you can store your materials. You have storage. Whatever. Yeah. yeah so exactly. if you have a project that you're working on, you don't want to transport it back and forth, you can. Right. And then it gets... I looked at their storage rates, and it gets pretty expensive by it's the time cheap. you're storing a car. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, but it's, it's definitely not cheap. It's an option. No, it's super cool. Um, and, you know, if I had more of a use for it, like, I, I would love to get a new welder. I have piles of scrap metal that I've been dragging around for, like, a decade. Just in case? Yeah, well, I like building. I like doing sculptures. Okay. Um, uh, usually, like, kind of, like, just with found pieces, right? Yeah, I take yeah. scrap and whatever. And, uh, in fact, there's one in the other room that I build. Is a little... It kind of looks like um, Johnny Five, like, just a bust. Okay. But I would make those yeah, for people. Yeah. And I like doing that kind of stuff. So, yeah, that's I, my I, version of making. I've, I've, I've welded together a found object, little robot-looking guy. Yeah. Basically using a uh, an old transformer... Uh, like random voltage regulator, like hubcap. Yeah, bolts. it's fun to do. Yeah, and it yeah. looks like a little robot, yep. but it's a little fun, little piece of art. Yeah, this one's like, it, like, like I said, it looks like kind of like Johnny Five, and he's about I don't know, maybe yeah. six or seven inches tall. It's just a little bust. Yeah, mine's probably about eight inches, but it weighs a ton because yeah. <laughs> they're all metal, solid yeah. pieces and stuff. I did this one once that was like it was made out of um, like pin hinge pieces, and it was basically like a I don't know, like a snake robot. Okay. That it like curled up and then the, it had a like more of a, you know, robot type torso and then like a snake tail and like big long talons. Nice. Yeah, it was cool. I've done a bunch of those. I sold that one actually. Somebody gave me money for that. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, you had an Etsy store? No, I didn't need it. <laughs> paid me sucker. Uh, my mom still has pottery I made in high school. I still have some of my high school artwork. Yeah, like, I don't. I have I had it oh, up I in the garage that, yeah, and then when I remodeled the garage, I took it all down. So now I'm trying to figure out, do I want to put it back up? You don't. Do yeah. You really don't. It was good, though. I mean, it's it's all automotive art, yeah. and so it, it was decent. Well, no, but it's, you know. But, yeah, it's yeah. it's been up for years, and I don't know if I need to put it up again. Dude, but. speaking of art, so there was a guy at the, he was displaying at the Star Wars Celebration thing. He is, a, like, a minimal artist. He has a gallery at, um, you know where House of Blues is? In Anaheim? Yeah, yeah. yeah. A Garden Walk or whatever oh, that's yeah, called. Yeah, yeah. So he has a gallery there, and he's done, he started out apparently doing minimalist Major League Baseball parks so he did a series for the mlb that was like minimalist i guess they're minimalist drawings of the parks so he just takes like a key attribute and kind something of, like that so, yeah all right so he, he that kind of where you got to start so he he did a series for lucasfilm of minimal star wars stuff like characters or landscapes no it's, or it's or? like um one of them is like cloud city but it's just it's like a big empty almost a full empty canvas and then just like kind of the outline of the side of the the cloud city thing or okay like a, a very close-up piece of the top of the millennium falcon but it's minimalistically done gotcha they're so freaking cool and it would fit so good in here how uh, much, in my in how much my are house. the pieces too much like 500 bucks? No, I think you can get, they're like 150 unframed, That's which isn't bad. terrible. And they're limited to 100 pieces. Yeah. So it's not For terrible. That price, it's not bad at all. No, so I'm thinking about getting, there's one, the Millennium Falcon one, I there's 
five of them, I think. But that one was just like, it looks so awesome. And unless you really know what it is, it just looks like a nice piece of art. Which is kind of cool. Which is cool, right? And it's why I like, like I've got that um, sort of Vader-y pop art piece. Right. That's just a piece of art. Right. right? It doesn't matter that it's Star Wars and the poster that you brought. From Japan. Yeah. yeah. So I like that style yeah. and it would fit really well in here. So I'm thinking about maybe going pick up one of those, but I definitely want to go. I was talking to the guy and I'm like, look, man, I, I can't buy anything today. I don't want to carry it first. I was like, no, we'll ship it. I was like... I live down the street. It's not a big deal. And he's yeah. like, oh, most people are or coming from, from Europe or yeah. out of town or whatever. So, yeah, I want to pop in there and, and check it out. But he does. That's like his thing. Oh. And that's kind of what he's known for. Does he have a website? You have to he show does. Me. Yeah, I'll have to find the I have his thing somewhere. I'll I'll, I'll I'll look it up. But it was awesome. Nice. Really, really cool to see. Like some of the art that these people are doing. That's that was one neat thing about the conventions to see a lot of the art that people have done. Um, they have a whole. Ta- this is weird. They have a tattoo area. I, really? I would not get a tattoo at the convention, but that's not the weird part in and of itself. The weird part is they are Lucasfilm licensed tattoo tattoo artists. How do you get a Lucasfilm license no to tattoo? Don't know. But because you're at a convention, it's an official event. It's yeah. copyright protected stuff otherwise. But if you were to go to a tattoo parlor. Then you get whatever you want. But that's not. I, in theory, but how is it a cop? Like, well, are you violating copyright? By you him? are. If you have a tattoo that is somebody else's work or from a movie or whatever, in theory and technically, you are violating copyright. But it's another person's expression of that. Sure. I don't know, man. Weird. I just know it's weird. But anyways, they're licensed, and that's bizarre. I wonder what that license looks like. It's a brand. <laughs> yeah, they have to it's get like a brand barcode on the something. forehead. Yeah, yeah. Or right on the throat. Property of Lucasfilm. Hot iron right to the throat. It's Jar Jar. On the side of your neck. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, so, uh, art is cool is my point. Yeah. Stay art, in school. Art is cool. I've, I We bought some art in Hawaii. We yeah. picked us yeah, one of art. That. Yeah. The, uh, and this weekend, there was two major artistic releases out in the theaters. Or two for in our household. One being Top Gun Maverick. Oh, yeah. Okay. Which apparently everybody and their mother has seen already, and I haven't. I have not. I want to see it. I might wait another weekend or so to see it. Maybe when it's not packed I house. How, I, how packed is a movie really right now? Apparently, this is the first uh, Tom Cruise movie. movie that's made over $100 million in its opening weekend. Holy crap. So this is like his biggest movie ever. Huh, okay. So that one I definitely want to see. And then Grayson has convinced me that I also want to see the Bob's Burgers movie. I want to see that. It looks hilarious. It does. Because Bob's Burgers is funny as shit. Bob's Burger is a great show. I still watch it. I love it. I, Grayson got into it, and so we started watching with him, and it's it's hilarious. Yeah, it's really good. And so now it's like trying to figure out, okay, which one of those do we see first? Which one? You know, so yeah. trying to figure it out. But The now, Bob's Burger one, probably less crowded. Probably. Yeah, probably. Well, so, okay, those two movies. Was that this? They came out this weekend. Yeah, because of the holiday weekend, Memorial Day. Okay, and then Friday. So two days ago now. Yes. Ago, whatever the hell it was. Anyway, this Friday. past Friday. Um, Stranger Things. The yes. New, the new season launched. The and, first half of the season launched, right. right? I haven't watched any of it yet. I'm... I've heard crazy things about it. I've but heard I it's good, seen it. yeah. but I I, ha- I know I'm going to sit down and just binge it. So okay. I'm trying to like figure out when that's going to happen. Right. Uh, and then the new Kenobi series with uh, Obi or with um, Ewan McGregor started too. And they released two, two episodes. episodes. Yeah. And I watched that. We saw that on Friday when we got home or we ordered a pizza and watched it with all my friends. And how was that? It was really actually good. It's, it's super interesting. For me, it's like I... <laughs> Yeah, but there's a lot. A lot of those shows they stand alone, and it doesn't matter. That's like, what's fascinating. It's an interesting show. How much of a empire they have really? How 
I guess Disney has turned yeah. Star Wars into. I mean, yep. it was already a really strong franchise, prop, yeah, franchise yeah. to begin with, but now how they've spun it off and kind of well, every like five other series coming too, or something stupid. Holy shit! Well, so they're doing Bad Batch series season two. They've got like two other live actions, another like I guess like Star Wars kids. Okay. I, they, yeah, I didn't know about half the stuff and Star skirmishes. I guess, but what was cool about like what they did with Kenobi when it starts is they have like a recap of the movies. <laughs> Here's where we are today. Well, basically, it's like yeah. a recap of all the stuff that Ewan was in, right? You know, that leads okay. up to this point, and then it, it was just really well done. And it's, I wonder how much Ewan's getting to be in like, I, a TV series. I almost feel like he's paying them because he was so excited to do it. Oh, so, I mean, he's not obviously, but, um, anyways, it was cool. And I like a lot of the, like Mandalorian, my sister watches it. The kids got into it. Like, it's one of those shows that you can watch and it doesn't matter if you know anything about Star Wars. It's just a really well done. Yeah. We haven't gotten into any of it. I mean, we have Disney plus now. Well, if you like, I mean, if you like old Westerns, okay. Right. The Mandalorian is basically an old western. Do you rewatch the seasons? Like after you've watched the entire thing, I, I watched. Do you go back? Um, I rewatched the Mandalorian because somebody else wanted to watch it, not because I wanted. Okay. to re- I don't necessarily rewatch stuff. I'll I, rewatch the movies, obviously. I rewatched Ted Lasso. We rewatched. I still haven't watched the second season. Oh my! Yeah, I know it's weird. That right? one's a good one. I, yeah. That's what I've heard, and I loved the first one. I yeah. just haven't been able to get myself to watch it like ozark the final season is out yeah jeanette watched that i, I watched, never watched an any episode of it. that's yeah. it as far as i've gotten yeah it's kind of funny when you have all these choices you're like Meh. i have all these choices i end up watching 90 day fiance <laughs> right because it's something i can put on in the background and i don't care yeah and there's such train wrecks that oh, even at a high level you can follow along it's so good it's such a problem that like i don't know i i like trash tv apparently yeah. <laughs> I'm okay with it. Yeah. But like my sister, like my sister will watch it and we talk about it. So it gives us <laughs> something to talk about. Also, um, another good show. So there was a show, it's an Australian show called love on the spectrum. And it's people that are on the spectrum okay. like dating. Right. And they have a dating coach and oh, people geez. helping them. It's actually, it's so endearing. It's a show that you can't, oh, okay. you, you watch it and you can't help, but fall in love with these people. You're like, you are amazing. You're the, such cool people yeah. out doing a thing that, you know, people say, Oh, you can't do that. So anyways, they did a U.S. version, and it's on Netflix. It just came out a few weeks ago. Okay. And that's another show, like, you almost can't not, not binge watch. it. All right. But it's so good. And there's a guy, so there's a character in the show, um, one of the guys that's dating. He's an older guy in his, I think, late 50s, probably. But he had only been diagnosed with autism a few years ago. Okay. Wow. And yeah. So he's, he's, he, and he says, like, I always knew I was different, but nobody ever really, like, yeah, never put anything it, to yeah. it, right? And so this guy is every he's so positive. He's so happy. He says like people will give him a comment, like, "Oh my god, thank you so much for saying that. That is that is amazing. Thank you." Like and he's yeah. genuine about it. And you he he's he's awesome, dude. Yeah. So watching the show you're just like it's infectious. You're like I'm I'm I feel happy now. Interesting. I'll I want to go hang out with this dude. He's in yeah. San Francisco. Jeanette's a big fan of like those those dating reality shows so yeah. like that 90 day fiance yep. and some of those other things so that sounds like something that would be totally up her alley it's soup it's really good and the the they they portray everybody in a very positive light well that's good right so it's not like they're clowning on anybody yeah, it's yeah. like just it's a genuinely honest and like endearing show oh yeah wow i highly feel, recommend it feel good trashy tv yeah and for me <laughs> and i'm endorsing it i know what the hell's going on around it's here it's got the ryan seal of approval i know oh uh so we were talking about winning earlier right yes yeah grayson's done some winning took third in trivia 
Woot woot. And then first the week after that, and first the week after that. Wow, what does that get you? Nothing. Well, ow, you save. Ah, that just hit my elbow. Um, you save money on your bar tab. There you go. Yeah, that's it's a it. pretty decent discount. Like twenty percent. One more than I think it's like thirty or oh, something shit. like that. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, Grayson's been doing some winning. Well, he had been doing some winning. Uh, his little league team finished first in their division. Oh, nice. So they came home with huge ass championship rings. Yeah, I saw the picture of that. I thought that was. I, I thought it was kind of a joke. Is it metal? It's metal. It's it's it looks like a Jostens like yeah, Super Bowl like ring. A, yeah. But it's it's got a whole bunch of cubic zirconia little jewels across so the front funny. and it has like the the league name and it says league champs on it and it's got the the colors and everything. And so they they finished first place in their division and then they went into the playoffs yeah. and it was double elimination in which case they immediately lost two games and were out. It sucks because Owen, Owen's team went to a tournament and it was single elimination, lose one game and they're out. Yeah, and so the the challenge with the with the playoff game was is the the first round was a, against a team that they had battled during the season with close. That's exactly back-to-back. what happened in this case. And so they were they were doing well, and then pitching was the biggest challenge. Yeah, and it was the way the playoff series worked. Like if you won, you would have to play the next night. And if you won, you would play the next night again. Right. And so they started trying to conserve pitching. Right, right, right. Just in case they won, which then screws up your chances for the current game. So then they lost that game. And then they're like, all right, next night we'll we'll you know we'll regroup, we'll do it again. Right. But then if they won that game, they would have to conserve pitching. And so pitching is what screwed them up. They were trying to save what they had for future games, not knowing whether or not they were going to get when they there. They probably shouldn't have done that. Right. Yeah. But if they didn't conserve the pitching, then they would have needed them later. So it was just a really, really big challenge. Yeah. Um, but because they finished first in the league, they are done with the the league's playoffs. But there's some sort of thing called the Tournament of Champions. Sure. Why that not? All of the neighboring little leagues, all of the first place teams, will then go into to this a tournament. Tournament. Oh, that's thing. cool. When's that? They haven't told us yet, oh, so okay. we had this weekend off. So I think they're trying to figure out the game schedule and who's in. Right, right. And then we'll know later this week what we're playing next weekend and for the next couple of days or whatever after that. I don't know. Wait, we I, None of us know exactly when it starts. I was talking to my brother about this yesterday, but uh, Owen made All-Stars. Right. So that's cool. So he'll be playing in the All-Star, whatever that means. Yeah, like we, we don't know where they play or when they play. Right. So with Grayson, he you have to, I guess, self-nominate or be nominated to be an all-star, and then the coaches will then choose. So I think that's the same thing. Yeah, so it's possible that you nominate yourself and then don't get chosen, which is kind of a bummer for those kids. But Grayson... Well, I mean, if you suck, you suck. Right. But usually the kids are pretty good about knowing their, their skill sets and their Not abilities. Not these kids. <laughs> Dude, there was a kid that, I, I won't say his name or anything, but I heard that he nominated himself for the all-star team, and no, bro, just sit down. Yeah. And so Grayson just didn't really have any interest in doing it, only because of the fact that he knew that he was going to all these different camps and activities. Sure. And they don't really tell you how long All-Stars goes for. Nor so, where you play or what it means. And right. Yeah, so if weird. you're trying to plan out your summer, yeah. it's kind of hard to commit to something that's so vague. Right. And so we asked Grayson if he wanted to do All-Star ball, and he's like, no. I'm like, okay, well. Was well. he going to play Little League, though, next year? No, he's 12, so I think that's kind of. Oh, so now he has to there's play what pony or something there's some other which is it's little league it's organized baseball it's organized baseball but, not but it's school. not under that little league but it's also name. not under school right he's not playing for a school he's playing for oh if he was to play next year yeah he'd be playing for whatever regional team yeah that's what i'm saying like yeah. it's not like he's playing for the like high, high school, school team right, yeah, yeah, right. exactly if he wants to play so we'll see yeah 
I mean, if he doesn't, he doesn't. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we don't care. It's, it's just as long as he's getting out there and, and having fun with it all. That's really that was really the only prerequisite. Just have fun. Well, play, playing stuff. Do you guys do you like board games? Do you guys play board games at the house uh, or card games? We don't. I mean, no. the most games we've been playing is is been dominoes. Like with I don't uh, even know how to play dominoes. We, well, we play a game called Mexican. Train. Oh, I've heard of it before. Right, and I still don't know why it's called Mexican Train. But anyways, we well because we, there's only trains in Mexico. Clearly, or they're different kind of trains. Maybe I I don't. They're small and plastic. <laughs> I mean, the game could just be called trains. Train. I don't know what the adjective does. But anyways, um, so we we've played that quite a bit with Nana Sandy, um, but we have card games. We just don't ever really break them out all that often. We play a lot, like Skippo, Phase Ten, Uno. Yeah. I just got Uno. Everything's wild. Ooh, it's not fun. No, because everything's crazy. It's just kind of like, yeah, it's it's more of the game's more screw your neighbor. But um, is it more like a speed game where you kind of yeah? But so I just got a I got a board game that I, I'm going to recommend to everybody. It's freaking fun. Uh, it's called Hughes and Cues. Hughes and, Hughes and Cues. Hughes. So the board game, like the board itself, uh-huh. is I I don't even know hundreds of. It, it's basically like different gradients of colors. color gradients. Hues or colors, Hughes, yes, exactly. And the object of the game is you you draw a card and there's four colors on it. You pick whichever one you want, four hues. Okay. And you pick whatever, like blue. And, sure. Um, and you have to get the other players to guess the color. On the board? On the board. Oh, shit. They, everybody takes turns putting a marker on what they think based on one word. So as an example, it might be blue, right? Yeah. And you would say... Sky. Sure. Okay. Ocean. Yeah. Pool. Something, right? So yeah. get them in. And then you kind of see where they're going. You go, shit, I didn't, didn't do that well. There's two rounds. The second time, you're allowed to use two words. Light blue. No, or, you, can't, yeah. you can't use the color. Okay. So you can't use the actual color, and you can't say the same thing twice. So you couldn't say pool. Okay. Cold pool, right? Like, you have to come up with different words. So, like, as an example, pur- purple, you might say grimace. Oh, okay. Right? But you kind of have to think about what they know, too. Or, like, maybe you get a green, and it's like yeah. ficus. All right. Yeah. And so, it, it, dude, it's super fun. And then you score based on... There's, like, your this Your proximity little, to your... Exactly. And the person that's saying the words can also get points based on how many people guess in a, in a box. And then oh. if you nail the color, you get an extra point. Okay. But it's really fun and really challenging. I, how it's long does really, it take really to play? Like 30 minutes. That's not bad. No, no, no. And you can... I mean, it's scores to 50 but you could score it to whatever you want right and it's it's actually really really fun so i was at brewery x and saw people playing it and was watching them and kind of talking to him about it and i ended up just getting off amazon how much is the game like 25 bucks that's not too bad no it's not about it is it one of those things where there's like an ideal number of players like four is good two is okay you can't play it like you can't really play it with two people um, okay. It just wouldn't. I mean, it, it's for three to twelve or something like okay. that. You can play with a decent number of folks. All right. Yeah, and it's got the the little marker things. They look like those um, uh, cone shaped incenses. Okay. Like that's kind of what they are, and they're all different colors, and everybody has three of them because you have two to mark and one to score. Oh. It's. Have you played at home yet? Yeah, we've played. I played with my sister and their their family a couple times. My mom's been out of town, so as soon as they come back, we'll play. I'll take it over to my mom's and. It's really, really fun. Interesting. Played it last night with some other some other friends. Yeah, so, yeah. I, I can't think about the, the last time we actually played a, a true 
board game. Yeah. Like most of the I mean, stuff it's we play. It's a board game in the sense that it has a board, but right. it's not a traditional board game. True, true. Yeah. Yeah. But because I'm thinking like the games we usually play are, are card based. So yeah. like, you know, Skippo, Uno, yeah. that kind of thing. Skippo's or, great. Or they're more tactile. So it's like dominoes or Jenga, like where there's gameplay oh, involved, but it's yeah. not like. I like backgammon. That's I, a solid game. I haven't played that. I don't think I even know the r- real rules. I, I know the rules, but I have to look at a picture on the internet every time I set it up, because I always forget. <laughs> like, I, I can never yeah. remember. How to set it up properly. Yeah, but, it, I mean, I like those kinds of games. They're fun. Uh, uh, what's that one? Penta? Do you remember that? No. With I, the little Like, Trivial Pursuit, stones? I kicked ass as a kid. Yeah. Played that up quite a bit. We have a game. We have a Lego board game called Creationary. It's like Pictionary, but you got to build it oh, with Lego bricks. And then people have to guess what it is that yeah, you built. Yeah. It's brand new in the box, and we've had it for probably almost a decade. There was a vendor that showed that at the the Star Wars thing, and they had a a Pictionary game. Yeah, but you do it with a tablet, and somebody has a pen that has a little light on the end of it, and you draw in the air. Oh, okay. So like it's it Pictionary, but yeah. yeah, but you're drawing in the middle, and it looks freaking hard because you you don't know where you're drawing because exactly. you can't see it. Right. Interesting. Yeah, I can't remember what it was called. It was like Pictionary Air or something stupid like that, but it looked kind of interesting. And then, I mean, you know, play virtual reality and those kind of games. Played, uh, my, <laughs> my sisters, they've got Rock Band now, so we played some Rock Band yesterday. Is that still being sold? No, 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 no. But he, my brother-in-law had his set. set. Okay. No, he had it. It was at his parents or whatever, and they brought it back. So, uh, played some Rock Band. I miss that whole era, like Rock Band or, what was the other one? It was, uh, Guitar Hero. Yeah, Guitar Hero was, had better songs. Yes. But Rock Band had, had a drum set. Had yeah. Yeah. And I guess there's... You can't do the vocals because for some reason you need to have a controller to do it. So there's no vocalist, but there's he's got more guitars than I've ever seen and a drum set and everything works. So it's yeah. cool. Those were just I remember just those games being so much fun. Yeah, and those were games like I remember playing and they were them for huge. hours. And then also they just kind of dropped off the face of the earth. Yeah, I think what happened was the licensing for the songs got, got too expensive. Right, and that's why they stopped making them. But you would still think that it would be existing catalog and that they would be able to. But yeah, well, you, you go to like, so if you want those games now, you can buy them on eBay. Like you can buy all the stuff, right? Okay. Um, just people selling them. Obviously. Oh, yeah yeah, yeah. 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 But it is insanely expensive. We looked, it was oh, like six or seven hundred dollars yeah. that stuff's going for. Shipping alone is going to be kind of costly because those things don't pack up small. Yeah, I don't remember how the drum set breaks down. It breaks down, but I mean, it's not. When it, even the, a guitar hero, like the neck comes out of the guitar. Yeah, that's right. The one I had, the neck came out. But it still takes up a decent size right, to ship. Right. So Yeah, I mean, still though, just to buy it, you're looking at six or seven hundred bucks. It's crazy. It's super crazy. Yeah, I had Guitar Hero for the Nintendo Wii. I mean, I remember playing Oh, they that. had it on the Wii. That's they right. had it on the Wii, yeah. yeah. And I remember playing that, and that game was a lot of fun. Yeah. But I never tried beating every level, like at the super difficult or whatever. They had um, they had Guitar Hero for um, the Apple TV. They may still have it, where you could buy a Bluetooth guitar oh. for it. But Interesting. Yeah, it's one guitar. We downloaded a, a couple player. of games for the Apple TV, like when the whole games thing just first started. Sure. And I don't think we've even looked at the game store on the apple tv to see what's new we played um my brother-in-law downloaded um dude it's one of those truck games where all you basically it's one button right yeah. and you're just trying to get as far as you can oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's one been. of those yeah. yeah so we played one of those there's like a car one um might have played a game once or twice it's like a racing game where you turn the controller yeah we've got a couple of yeah, most of the cars games we have are driving related right because that's what grayson's into but yep. we haven't 
I don't think we've got any new ones in a while. I should check out the Apple TV game store and see what's, I, what, what they've got. I had never looked at it. I should maybe, I guess. Yeah. But I have... It's something else you can download and not do. <laughs> exactly, yeah. I have... Uh, no, the game I've been playing, I've been playing... Um, the new Star Wars Lego game because yeah. I got it for the Switch because I was going to be traveling. I've yeah. been on you know the plane How a few it? times now. It's really fun. All the Lego games are fun. They're just mindless fun. Yeah. Um, Grace and I were playing on the Xbox. He's got a Lego Worlds. I think it's an older game. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's open world and it's kind of playing around. It's fun. Yeah, and this was, you know. The same it, thing. Apparently, they're really hard to find because this game's been sold out and I just I walked into Target and picked it up. So Interesting. Know. Yeah. Um, which, which Target surprisingly had a switch in stock i have only seen the switch junior is that what the, or switch light the one that doesn't have the detaching yeah no this was the actual with full the blown, yeah. Piece. yeah 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 and i was surprised it was there and then i was talking to the guy i was like oh you have a switch that's cool like when do you get the playstations or whatever he's like you know we don't even stock them they you have to order them online when and they, they email released. you and you pick it up at the yeah place. so they email you pick it up and he says but we have people that we know are buying to resell yes and so, so they, like they've come in a bunch we cancel their orders yeah like they'll tell them nope sorry you can't buy them anymore yeah they're trying to crack down on it which is kind of crazy that we're still two years into this and people yeah. still can't get you can't get an xbox or a playstation yeah yeah wait well you got a yeah xbox my yeah my my, yeah. my brother helped uh, right. grayson get because my brother has the there's like a walmart subscription that you can get like a membership sounds weird and it gets you early access to those things and they send you an email saying hey we've you can sign up to be notified when an xbox or whatever so he he did that for me to get grace in his xbox yeah but it's not like you're taking it and flipping it which is what a bunch of people are doing. no no well the um the ford store down the street and i'm not going to say who it is because they can go f themselves uh they want thirty thousand dollar markups on broncos what the and fuck? I told the guys like, dude, are you like you guys are high? He's like, well, people are paying it. I go, that doesn't make them any better. It's yeah. like whatever. So, anyways, um, he's like, well, if you can find one at MSRP, drive it here, and I'll pay you ten thousand over. I'm like, I'm not going around flipping Broncos. Dude. No, because you're gonna make another twenty grand out of it. Give me, yeah, give me twenty. So stupid. Yeah, it doesn't even. Uh, whatever, dude. It, but it made me wonder, like, if I okay, if I had kept my reservation and got my like fat launch edition or whatever yep. Bronco, would I actually have been able to flip it for money, or would I have gotten hosed? You probably would have been able to flip it. But we don't know, right? We don't know. It's like Schrodinger's cat. You don't know what actually was going to happen. With my luck, everything would have cleared up. Oh, yeah. And right? The, the, and it would have been hosed. Yeah. With a $70,000 Bronco. Yes. Because I think that's what the top trim, when you trick them all out, oh, I don't ends know. up something like that. Anyways, I was only over there because a friend wants one, and I said I'd go by and look. And then I was like, <laughs> Sucker. And the guy was a dick about it, too. And then he wanted to talk about my Ducati. And I was like, mm, No. I don't. Why are you following me? <laughs> and so I did the I did the Top Gun thing. I started it and was like, "Can't hear you. Sorry, <laughs> earplugs. Can't hear you." Yeah, it was pretty funny. Um, did, did you, you see Buzz the Tower? On yeah, your right. Did you see uh, the Lego made an announcement today? This is today? baffling to me. Uh, today or yesterday? What did um, they announce? So you know they have the ideas sets. Yes. They are rebranding as of June first. Okay. They will no longer be called ideas. What are they called now? Icons. No, I don't specifically care like about the branding. It doesn't harm me one way or the other. But why? But it's a weird choice. Yeah, because they're not necessarily icons. They are not. So yeah, I don't I don't get it. But that's what they're doing. Because I've seen something where they're building sets, but they're only doing like small batch runs. And it's similar to like the idea sets, but it's some other weird thing. I, I, saw, I haven't seen that one. I read something about it, but I don't remember what it was. But it was... They're going into production. You could buy them, but if something about them being limited and I don't know, like you have to order them 
pre-order them. And I then think they, you do, and then that's it. Well, it's like Hasbro has HasLab, where so they'll do like really crazy detailed whatever, right? Yeah. So they're gonna do like let's say they're gonna do a, I don't know, action figure from GI Joe, okay. but it'll be the best action figure ever, ever made. Right? Yeah. But what they do is they prototype them, and then it's kind of like. Um, Kickstarter kind of thing? Kind of. So they'll put them up on their HasLab site, and if enough people show interest, then they'll actually make them, right? So they did like a $700 Razor Crest from oh, shit. Mandalorian or whatever. But yeah. it's kind of, it's, I wonder if it's kind of like that, where there here's a thought, but they have the, the website you can vote on the fan stuff. Yeah, I don't understand uh, some of this stuff. I but I mean, I, I guess it is a way of, of creating demand and attention for something that may it's not. It's already crazy expensive. Well, there's that too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the number of like adult Lego sets that have been coming out too. There's a new Lego. What is it? Ferrari. The Tributo. Oh, I saw that. It's yeah. like four hundred dollar Lego. Is set. it really that much? Yeah. The new, the one I'm excited for. I think it comes out on the first of June. I'm still waiting for my Delorean email. Oh, they haven't emailed you. I've never gotten an email. I mean, I'm sure I'll check my spam filter, but I know where everyone is. Um, the, the, uh, the Optimus Prime. Oh, yeah. That transforms. That Frickin is rad. pretty rad. And it looks so good. Yeah. Like, it's actually pretty cool. Like, I'm so excited for that one. That one looks really neat. And from my understanding is it transforms without having to disassemble or Yeah, it transforms just like the toy. Yeah. Or the auto. Because I, I think the you have the Voltron, and that one transforms, yeah. but there is some minor... Well, you have to... Disassemble. Kind of. It's five. It's all five lions. Right. And they come apart into the lions, and there is something small that you have to change. Um, but nothing like like Optimus Prime just bends and, and molds and, around. Yeah, yeah, he origamis his way out. That one I am definitely interested in. That one's super cool. Like I, you know, the funny thing is, is, like I I watched Transformers growing up, but I mean I don't have any other desire to own Transformer toys otherwise. But this one, I always yeah. wanted the Optimus Prime when I was oh, a yeah, kid. Oh yeah, yeah. As a kid, you but wanted never it, got but it, it. Right. And speaking, the, the new series is pretty good. I had some of like the the Transformer toys themselves as a kid. Yeah. But as an adult, like I don't really care but this lego set on the other hand is like mm, i'm in yeah I'm well i think it's cool too because it's obviously a thing you enjoy doing is building lego but then you have that optimus prime toy that you didn't get as a kid uh-huh so exactly I, it, it would be cool if they did other ones but like they'll never do well i shouldn't say never but they probably wouldn't do uh what's his face because he turned into a gun or the one that turned into a jet was the one i had star scream yeah yeah that guy was a whiny little <laughs> but the jet was cool mm-hmm. well, bumblebee <laughs> was the worst by the way why? The, Vol- the, oh, the, the Volkswagen. Volkswagen bug. Who cares? Yeah. And then there was Bumblebee. There was another one. There was a red bug. I can't remember what his name was. And then there was Lady. Uh, the military. There was a nine four four. Yeah, there were a bunch of cars yeah. and a bunch of like other odd things. Yeah, the, the motorcycle. Oh yeah. But like, and then a I don't remember the player. names. I don't, I don't remember. remember most of them. But yeah, it was. Anyway, so they they had that new three part series that was pretty decent on Netflix. That. Whatever. Yeah. But anyway, so I'm yeah, the, the toy's rad. I'm stoked to see actually see it. I wonder how tall. I mean it's gotta be fairly tall. I think it's gonna be about the Voltron size, I would think. It Maybe. would be funny if it was to scale. That would be pretty impressive. Right. But I wonder it I was talking to somebody about this, I was giving them an idea for a poster they should draw. All the mechs, so like whether it's a Veritech or Voltron or whatever, like a poster, but all but of to them scale. to scale. That would be interesting. Right, with the SDF one on one side, because yeah. that's the biggest one, which technically it transformed. So yeah. right. But there was some actually some really cool Voltron art too, believe it or not, at the Star Wars thing. Because one of the artists does other stuff okay. as well, and he had some pretty rad like Voltron and um, uh, Robotech stuff. Voltron is also just a sweet name. Yeah, <laughs> like whoever thought of that one name, it just—I don't know if it's a sweet-sounding name just because of our familiarity with the show and stuff, but it just sounds 
even today, if you've yeah. heard something, oh, the Voltron. Voltron. Like, right. It just sounds, you know, kind of cutting edge. Well, also, like, who was like, hey, man, we should make mech lions. And then they're going to turn into one big thing and we're going to call it Voltron. Right. That's so not like robot cats or yeah. like robot cats, <laughs> you know, like yeah. all of the shitty names yeah. for stuff. And then you come up with something like that and you're like, well, that's solid. Well, the other one that's cool was, uh, the transformers. They had the constructicons members, all the construction, oh, construction guys. And they turned into devastator. Okay. That's a good one too. See, I didn't remember the constructor cons. I, I know the characters you were talking about. Cause yeah. it was like a cement mixer and some yeah, of these yeah. other things. And they were, they were that purple and green, that yeah. fluorescent green color. Yep. They turned into devastator. That's also a good one. How, Rad must it have been being like a, a toy engineer, like in the eighties, trying to come up with fabricating these toys that could transform and look reasonable as either as the the finished item or as as the the character or whatever. When if you failed, you made GoBots. Remember <laughs> how bad those were? Yes. Yeah. They, oh, they transform, kinda. Kinda. Yeah. They yeah. basically just unfold into a crappy robot that yeah. was came from a crappy helicopter. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot about those. The uh, well, you watched that show, right? The toys that made us. Yes. And they go into the background on a bunch of them. And I mean, they were all done just to sell toys. toys. Yeah. Which is the way most kids' TV shows work kind of in the 80s. I guess that's not anymore, though. Yeah, Do it kids is. still buy like toys based on the shows? I don't know so much about TV, but you walk down like the aisle whenever there's like a Harry Potter movie. You know, oh, yeah. All that's the true. licensing tie in or all the Cars movie, Pixar, like all of those tie ins. Like, yeah. There's a decent amount of that, but you're right. I, I think the kids' TV shows, like, I don't know what's still on, but I mean, like, SpongeBob SquarePants has been on for years, but they don't really have a bunch of toys to choose from. I mean, I, I've never seen a SpongeBob toy. Yeah. There's, like, backpacks and shirts and whatnot. Yeah, there's apparel and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, there's Despicable Me toys, a bunch of minion stuff, little fart guns, and <laughs> Dude, just. Minions are funny. Yeah. They're hilarious. So, minion characters are hilarious, but I don't like when people minion out their social media profiles huh you ever see that no. like they change your profile picture to like a minion or it's like they it, it just it's that weird slippery slope where yeah, it just kind of goes a little too far and you're just like okay there was an r2 like type droid that was done as a minion like painted was, yellow yeah it was yellow with the big one eye thing it was pretty funny and then there was also um as like artwork or? no so they have this whole a group of people that build droids that function. Oh, and so they had built wow. one that was okay. minion themed. Um, and then there was a guy with a life size Wally, a robotic Wally. <laughs> yeah. It dude, it waved. It oh, moved wow. around. It was incredible. It rolled around. Yeah, so awesome. But what was kind of clever was that he did the Wally and then had Wally cosplaying Darth Vader. So it was that's like Wally went to the convention as his favorite character. He had a lightsaber, funny. a cape. It was freaking hilarious. That's pretty rad. But it had like the eyebrows, everything moved. The, wow. It would wave. It was, it Way was really elaborate. really cool. And it was, it was like it walked right out of a real life how apocalypse. Cra how crazy was the remote the guy was using? Was it like it was like one of those fancy plane ones with all okay. the, the switches and whatnot? That's what I was gonna yeah, ask. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But then there was guys that were like there. There's a bunch of people that were just walking droids around. That I guess they were theirs. I mean, they must have been theirs. Um, but like this one guy just had this little tiny thumbstick to drive oh. to drive an R2 unit, which is that's kind of annoying because you know I'm walking here. Yeah, I gotta hopefully don't that. not get run into. But yeah, it was cool. Interesting. Yeah. I thought that was pretty pretty clever, though the Wally. -E. That is that is pretty rad. Like the, the fact that people are building their own robotics that look just like something you would see. It, it honestly looked like it was 
a real prop from Disney. Like right. The, that the, you well. would see roll around. Yeah, yeah, it was super cool. So I like seeing all that kind of stuff. But that, like, again, that's people making things that's just absolutely incredible. Yeah, I would I would go to see that. Yeah, I, I think it's the cosplay. I can see the amusement part of it. But I, to me, it's like uh, the props and some of this stuff. It's like, eh, whatever. But the the. The stuff where it kind of blurs the line between reality and this fantasy thing, I think, is where it gets interesting. What, what was what's always a trip though is, um, so there was a guy that that was dressed up as um, Princess Leia, uh, no, the Patriot or whatever that John Cena show. Okay, not Star Wars related at all. Like the people that are there dressed like just because you want to go to a con, like you just want to dress up. There was a guy playing some Marvel character with wings. Like, <laughs> like Captain America or something? No, it was like some big hawk wings and this okay. bird on his shoulder. And it's like, wh- why? why? Yeah. I mean, good for you that you're out here doing something, but go do it somewhere else. Well, there's only some, so many places where you can fly your freak flag these days, so maybe that's what it was. I guess. it was. Did it, you see any Star Wars furries? No. Was there any Chewbacca's? Oh, yeah. There was a Chewbacca costume that, I mean, was... The guy was like seven foot tall. Incredibly cool. And it was... It looks like he walked right off the screen. That's impressive. It is impressive. Like, some of them are... Like I said, they are legitimately impressive, and it's cool to see. Most of them are just... Yeah. Not. Yeah. yeah. Like, ah, I can tell it's handmade. Yeah, which is... Hey, you know what? There's a a lot of respect for the people that can pull it off. Yeah. Speaking of, of, of handmade... Um, Handmaid's Tale? <laughs> no, 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 that's just current events. No, yeah, no shit. Yeah. Uh, on Saturday, Grace and I went to Cars and Coffee, and mm. we bumped into my buddy Carl. And Carl is a automotive journalist, and so he was driving a a Ferrari, not a Ferrari, a Lamborghini Huracan GTO Spider rear wheel drive or Evo Evo Spider, not GTO. Need more words in there. Yeah, it's so many acronyms. Yeah. So basically, it's it's the roofless version of the Huracan. So uh-huh. it's a Huracan Roadster, but then it's rear wheel drive only instead of being all wheel drive. Sure. And so he had that as his, as press loaner. And so we bumped into him and we were chit-chatting with him. And so he gives Grayson a ride home in the Lambo. That's cool. So they, they get to go for about a 30-minute joyride uh, from San Clemente over to our house. And they took the freeway, took some back roads and all that stuff. And then so when he gets to the house, I, uh, I by that point, we're already home. And uh, I go play with a car. And it's uh, handcrafted <laughs> in a lot of ways. It's way well, a lot of those are. It's interesting, kind of like how because it's it's based on a platform that was developed by the Germans by Audi. Mm-hmm. All of the German stuff is awesome. Like the the suspension, the drivetrain, the steering, the handling response, all that stuff is great. Yeah, the Italian touches were kind of like the weak points of the car. Like the bodywork? Like the bodywork, the design, the switch gear. Yeah. The, the, oh, they didn't use Audi switch gear? No. Well, they, huh. well uh, some of it's got to be. Yeah, some yeah. of it is. But like all the window switches and like the, the shifter and stuff is all like overly technically Vol- or Volkswagen, uh, Lamborghini. Oh, so yeah. it's overly ornate and complex and everything. Right. And it was interesting because you sit and then like the fit and finish is just like, okay, you can tell something like Giuseppe was selling this on a Saturday afternoon or yeah. on a Friday afternoon. Yeah. And it was just an, you look at the car and you, you think about the intended audience, like who would buy a Lamborghini? Very old, rich people. I don't know about the old part. A lot of them are old. I, the, the Lambo drivers that I see are 
actually more like in their 30s and 40s. It's probably changed then because it Maybe. used to be old people. Like Ferrari definitely skews old, yeah, older. Sure. Porsche. But but the Lamborghini is definitely younger. It's, it's way flashier, but at the same time, it's like I would rather just have an R8, which shares a lot of the same mechanical bits as yeah. the Huracan without any of the... You don't get the cool doors though. The, the Huracan doors open normally. Oh, that's right. They don't go vertical. Yeah, well... So there, there are no cool doors and it's... It just seems like the the Audi would be so much more of a practical vehicle. Probably more reliable. Well, I I think. You oh, it could, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter that it's Audi because the second you put it in an Italian car, it becomes unreliable. Yes. They will screw something up. Well, and that's the thing is like you could drive the Audi and most people wouldn't give it a second look. Yeah. You drive the Lambo version of it and everybody's stopping you at the well, gas you, station because you want to be. You drive that because you want people to ask you questions. Probably. Yeah. Probably. You are. You want. It's. Let's bring this full circle. It's why you wear a Rolex because you want to show off. Yeah, but that's I my think, opinion. I think the Rolex showing off is a lot more subtle than the Lambo, right? Because if you're wearing a dress shirt or something like that, that watch is peeking out of the cuff, you know, on the on your wrist, a lot less obviously than a brightly colored Lamborghini. Yeah, on the street. But it's so. why, but it's the reason. Like I like my Moon watch more than. A Rolex, because you if you see it and you know it just looks like a nice watch, but if you see it and you know what it is, it's kind of a cooler thing. Yeah, I, but I mean, I don't see that with a Rolex. I kind of see that same thing. I don't see it as being over the top ostentatious. As some of them are. Some of them, yeah, ridiculous. the ones where you get the all the jewels or the mm-hmm. gems around on the bezel, like those are ridiculous. But that's like a quarter million dollar watch, which is just absolutely that doesn't even make sense. Yeah, right. But um, yeah. So Grayson has now been in. Every Italian supercar, not every, but I mean, every one of each make he's been in. So he's been in Ferrari. Mm-hmm. He's been in Lamborghini. Mm-hmm. He's been in uh, Maserati. He's been in, well, he's been in some Porsches. He, let's see. He's been in McLarens. But like all of like the, the, the brands that kids would have as posters up right. on the wall, he's been able to go for joyrides in. Yeah. Bastard. Well, I think I told you this before, but when I was a baby, I got put to sleep in a 308. Yeah. Yeah. So carbon monoxide, it works. Yeah, I don't think that's what it was. I <laughs> oh, think it was we you don't be, think it was the exhaust. I, I, was, I was being driven around. Yeah. So hopefully it wasn't uh wasn't carbon monoxide. Too bad. But I can't imagine, like I mean, I knew what these cars were as a kid. You know, yeah. I knew what a Lambo and Ferrari was. I never got a chance to ride them as a kid. Well you didn't see them as much back then either. Definitely did not see them as much. But it's I mean weird I, how a lot of those cars around here stop caring because they're everywhere. Yeah. It's it's bizarre to think about that, but you drive ten minutes down the road and they're parked all over the place. Yeah, you drive down PCH or something through Newport, and you're well, just you get. I mean, there's Maseratis and stuff that park on my street sometimes. Yeah, but I think it's the journalist across the street. But still, like it's it is just bizarre how when you're kids, you know, you're saying, "Yeah, that's super awesome," and I would love to see all these cars. We never see them now as an adult. You see them everywhere. Yeah, and it's kind of like. Eh. But even then, it's like I still don't get a chance to ride them. And Grayson gets to go. Well, yeah, I've been in a couple of the cars, but. Grayson just to him it's just oh no big deal I'm just went for a joyride in a yeah. two hundred seventy five thousand dollar Lamborghini I did get a ride long ago in a Countach that was pretty cool Ooh I've been in a Testarossa I've been in Testarossa I've worked on one but never got to drive it or go for a ride in it. Yeah I got went for a ride in it I got to drive a one of I think one of five Mercedes CLK GTR oh, Roadster wow. Yeah nice. I have pictures somewhere of me sitting in it Yeah on the auto show floor. Uh, no, no, no. I, I drove it. I never understood yeah. that when you go to like an auto show and people oh, like, take, take a picture of me in this car. Yeah. Clearly I'm indoors on a piece of carpet holding yeah. the wheel, but it's like, all right. Hey, you know what? 
that's what they like. Yeah. That's what people are into. Like, I have a friend that goes to the auto show every year. Mm-hmm. Why? Like, to me, to oh, me, I'm just right. like, okay, it's the same. Half of it's the same stuff that was there. And I don't care enough about all these ridiculous new cars coming out. They're like, whatever. Yeah. Although we did go. I went with my old neighbor because um, he was, I can't remember why we went. There, there was a purpose to us going to the Orange County Auto Show. Right. So we went and the um, the Lambo, it was Lamborghini and whatever the other Ferrari, I think, were together. Okay. And they were roped off because it was oh, a yeah, dealer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a dealer that does dealer, it, right? Yeah. And they're, you know, very much like, well, why do you want to look at the car? And, you know, they have a, they have like a secretary and you have to book an appointment. Right, right. Deal. So anyways, we booked an appointment and started looking at the Lambo. Uh, they had the, that's when the Urus or Urus or whatever it yeah, just came out. Yeah, the SUV. Yeah, yeah. And so we went and looked at it and, dude, for 300 grand, I don't get it. No. I don't get it. Yeah, you can get the, the Audi, you know, you do a Q, yeah. Q7. But that being said, you see them all the frick over the place. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've seen several of the uh, the Bentley Bentayagas. Oh yeah, yeah. Those or are, Bentegas, or I don't know how you pronounce them. They're not terrible. These. They're not terrible, but it's a three hundred thousand dollars SUV. Yeah. It's like, but why? I guess I don't. But I mean, when the Cadillac Escalade is now six figures, yeah. It's, well, it's been the six figures for a long time. Right, but now it's more right. comfortably in the six figures. I think that for my money, I I definitely have unless I'm buying a crazy cool classic car, or I'm buying. A Lancia Stratos or something like that. Which I saw a Lancia Stratos on Saturday. Was it real? Or it was, was it a real. Hawk? It was real. Re- the red one? Yes. Whose car is that? I don't know, but it drove by me at Cars and Coffee, and then I was leaving when I saw it driving, and I was like, oh, that's cool. And I didn't give it a second look, and then my buddy uh, snapped a bunch of pictures of it, so let me see if I can That is literally one of my all-time favorite cars of all time. I love that. Thing. I have it. It's on my credit card. You can swipe oh through. Oh my god, that's amazing! Um, so, I uh, anyways, I, I have I've a, handed I ha- Ryan my phone with pictures of Instagram. Yeah, now I'm like, um, but I have a definite cap. Like, I don't think I could spend over 150 on a car. Yeah, and have it make sense. I know. Like, but and none of the what's crazy too. A lot of these people aren't keeping them. Like they either lease them or they don't keep them for very long because it's not like you've got a guy that buys a Urus and drives it for 20 years. Yeah, you're right. Like, right. I think a lot of it's just lease. But even then, the lease payments are just so... They're crazy. Yeah, the, the payments themselves and then the terms. Like, you can put, like, 4,000 miles a year on it. It's like you're paying, you know, 20 grand or actually probably even more. You're probably paying, like, 40 grand a year yeah. to drive 4,000 miles. It's like, why would you do that? But... I, yeah, I don't know. I don't get it. And a lot of the... I mean, I think the younger folks are... You'll start to see them less and less because the you know cryptos crashed yeah right there was a guy that i saw where was i I was over by do you have crypto boys in the neighborhood no but i was over like in the newport area whatever right when the years first came out and this guy had a huge bitcoin logo on the side of his car (laughs) like why yeah it's freaking bizarre maybe he just wants to show people that he makes bad choices maybe and then you get a lot of the folks that they're they're kids uh you know they're like they're parent they're from china and they come over there to go to school or whatever and their parents have way too much money and they buy them freaking well it's the 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 kids are given living expenses and so they they'll go to the community college pocket the tuition and spend it on a stupid car or whatever like that doesn't even make sense and then transfer get the degree that they told their parents they're going to get so at the end they they get the legit degree yeah it just took them usc or from whatever but yeah maybe take them five years six years but then they pocket them the spending money that's crazy well why are you giving your kid that much spending money to begin with i don't know 
I mean, it's just a world I don't understand. We're asking obviously. people that, yeah, yeah, we're not filthy rich. We don't know what no, this life is. Not like. even like, not even normal rich. No, I, I, I'm comfortable, eh, but some days I wonder if that's even true. Yeah, that is true. Because sometimes, like, I'll go to restaurants and not look at any how much anything costs on the menu. But then when I get the bill, it's like, how the hell do we spend? 40 bucks on fast food Dude, stuff is so <laughs> expensive too right now we like, had we had breakfast at like chick-fil-a for like the three of us it was like 37 bucks and i was like what the hell yeah, that's crazy everything's so expensive yep uh well whatever gas and inflation and that just makes you priceless what? What does that even mean? I don't know. Oh. It was a weird compliment I tried. <laughs> it failed. It, it made me uncomfortable. <laughs> and with that uncomfort, I think it's time to go. Let's get some food. All right, man. Bye. Later. You've been listening to the Ungrown Ups Podcast, and for this, we apologize. <laughs>